Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our little corner of the internet, and welcome back to the Taking Liberties Pro Wrestling Podcast. 68. Damn right. Oh my god. People, you don't even know. Don't know? We're so close. Scratching. Ooh. Clawing our way there, inching. Oh, some some would inching. say we're edging we are our on, way there. <laughs> some would say that we're on the we're climax. Gooning. <laughs> we're gooning. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> we are on the climax, Max. Oh, we are on the precipice of it. We are on the precipice of it. We are coming very close. We're to coming. Episode sixty-nine. We're coming and we're going home. I Damn cannot right. believe you said gooning. This I'm is, sorry, that killed me. This We're going is home. the go home show to episode 69. Whoo! Oh my god. The biggest go home until episode 99, but you know, we'll get there in a million years. Don't worry about it. It's yeah. coming one day. It's coming. But right now, we're focused. Our sights are set. We're locked. And baby, we're loaded. Loaded and poted. Talk about some goddamn episode 69 of the Taking Limits Pressing Podcast. I tell you now, people, mm-hmm. I tell you now, the plans. The, the movements, the work, yeah, it's all been it's all in place. We're, you know, we've been masterminding and architecting. Right, and pr- right, right. We've been we've been working with the people. You know, trying to trying to figure out how we can perfectly craft the most exquisite and and possibly out of body experience that Taking Liberties Processing Podcast could ever provide. Yes, we've been yeah, uh, right. crafting. We've been putting together the the pieces of the puzzle. Yes, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. I concur. Yeah, people. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're so happy to have you with us once again for the 68th edition of the Taking Louis Wrestling Podcast. We are your boys, Andrew. Marquise. And Max. My God. We're truly here. This is something that won't matter to them, but we got an extra 30 seconds of content out of this one. Yes, sir. You're damn right. Yeah, don't worry about the fact that we redid the whole intro. Don't worry about that. Anyways, let me show real quick. Check us out on Twitter at TLProRestPod. We got cool <laughs> tweets going on over there. And our pinned tweet is a link to our Discord server. You want to hang out with the boys? I think it's also is it Discord.gg slash TLProRestPod. Something like that. Something like that. Go yeah, check out the Twitter at TLProRestPod. Got cool tweets there and shit. Follow us. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying just go I mean, go there. Go there. Interact. You know, yeah, like free tweets. Some stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Pretty cool. Give stuff. us, you know, uh, interact with our content. But also, follow us. Yeah, put up the yep. put up the uh, the tweets letting you know when the episodes are out. Yeah, little extra content out there, little yeah. visual aids and things. I did get I, I got some stuff from uh from a TNA this week. Oh, I, got I got a stuff? I got a thing or two. Still I mean, there was, there was a big bump on TNA that we're gonna oh, get around yeah. to that I definitely took a f- a very safe big bump, probably one of the safest big bumps I've ever seen in my life. But I yeah, got true. I don't know if I if I saw it. For reasons we will get into very, very quickly. <laughs> oh, continue. Lord. Hear that. Yes. Also, uh, all y'all peeps out there on the fucking podcast platforms, especially Apple Podcasts and Spotify, be sure to leave us a five-star review. We highly appreciate those. Uh, leave something mean, something funny, something nice. Mm-hmm. Inspirational, motivational. Plug your shit. I don't care. Anything. Give us a, give us a yeah, bro. review. Thank you. We'll read them out on the show. Yes, we will. Uh, also, if you want to give us your fucking money... That would be appreciated. Ooh, Cash shit. money. The be sure to money, check it. Yes. Money team? We are money team. Uh, but I'll, I'll shout out the money team in a second. But be sure to check out patreon.com forward slash TLPRSPOD. Uh, 
I want to give a big shout out to our two ten dollar patrons, Aiden and Noah, and our one dollar patron, Flim. Yeah, Mr. Hemaman. That's my guy. We love Mr. Hema. Thank y'all for your monetary contributions. My wallet is pleased. However, damn right, it could be more pleased. It could be always, always more pleased. Yeah, you're damn right. Never required. Always. always. Incredibly highly appreciated, always. Yes, and we got content on the Patreon for you to check out, so be sure to take a look at it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And also, I want here we go. Our, should I give the people a countdown or something at this point? Like, uh, how does this game even work anymore? People, podcasts, check I mean, us out on you know, where all the places, this. yeah, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, yes. Breaker, Anchor, Podbean, Pocket Casts, Owltail, I mean, Blueberry. Wanna, are we team 3D? Do you want to give them a countdown? You know what? Want to give him a countdown? Oh, the countdown? Three, two, one. Born! Damn right. Yeah. God damn Check us right. out there at all those places. But. Pretty much. So, in the interest of preserving our energy throughout mm-hmm. the duration of the show, you know, it's, yeah, it's all please. one take. Yeah. The whole show is one take every time. Yeah. Uh, we're going to actually do the uh main event mm-hmm. as the opener yeah so so we're gonna get to fuck yeah it's TNA. honestly we'll it's not well yeah actually later yeah, yeah, yeah. tna later it it's just become the the gimmick now because it's, these it's pay-per-views sure, are yeah, just yeah, exhausted so blown up yeah we want to make sure that we give you quality content all the way through you know yeah. if i'm a little blown up at the end you know you can't blame me i'm probably gonna go like two and a half hours of this thing probably you never know yeah, you so see, like you know is, it's gonna i would rather get blown up talking about tna which means that i can shit on it more which means you know much more entertaining content more jaded than uh get blown up on something I enjoyed watching. Damn right. Yeah. So you know. Yep. So for the not main event, yes. our opener this week, yes. we have American Wrestling Association yes. Championship Wrestling. Yes. From March twelfth, nineteen eighty-eight. So I suggested this show this week, uh, mainly as a placeholder, because I saw the card and I was like, "Damn, yeah, that 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 main event looks I, good. I was watching this. Here. Yeah." Um, and then I was like, you know, I tried to find some other things. I tried looking in other realms. I was like, uh, I don't really want to go back to WWE. So I don't want to like total divas. Not quite yet. Not quite yet. I don't want to do total divas. I didn't want to do any, uh, I didn't want to do any stone cold podcast as of mm-hmm. right now. Maybe, maybe soon, but not eventually. Right now. Yeah. Um, uh, and I didn't want to really do either like tiger mask or, uh, Kaniku Man. Kaniku Man. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do those again because I figured we would have probably had to watch two episodes to one. To make, yeah. Get, and, fill the time. Well, one, to fill the time. And two, I feel like every time we just watch one episode at a time, we're so lost. Every time. So if you can at least watch two episodes and you can pull Keep some together, context yeah. and stuff again. Yeah, yeah pull a story yeah. together. True. Yeah, yeah. True. So, and I just felt like that. It's not what we need on a pay-per-view it, episode. Not what we need on a pay-per-view episode. And I could probably find something of a similar length you know, to fill that time mm-hmm. with less mental energy being used. Despite the fact that this show did cause me to use a lot of mental energy well, while watching it. What I mean is... It was know, worth it. You know, you wouldn't have had to piece those contexts together. Like, you True. wouldn't have to piece those clues mm-hmm. together. Like, yeah. damn, I watched this fucking episode four months ago. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, damn. Oh, oh there's a crazy voice in the English dub. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I finally have heard it. That is crazy. His voice is crazy. Yeah, awesome. His voice is crazy. Yeah. It can be going so, crazy. That's why I chose this show. I was like, you know, it's a pretty good card. It 
is old old we tend to like that kind of stuff we do us two old men I feel like it would have been pretty enjoyable and like i said i couldn't find i didn't want to necessarily watch or review a wrestling movie because those are a special kind of shit that um require a whole different type yeah. of energy yeah whole different type of mindset yeah and, yeah, uh, yeah and i didn't want to do or it's not that i didn't want to do some of the things that i found didn't play on the sources in which I found them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So... <laughs> uh-huh. I hear know, that. So I couldn't <laughs> recommend that to the boys. Uh-huh. So I just stuck with AWA. And I'm <clears throat> glad I did. Yeah, it was actually really sick. Uh, first mm-hmm. thing I want to note about this show, uh, you know, AWA here in 1988, these sick freaks yeah. are on goddamn ESPN. Yes, they are. Weekly. Yeah, that's insane. Out of it's, out of Las Vegas. Pretty much the first thing you hear is like, yeah, welcome back to AWA from ESPN. I'm like... I'm Larry my Nelson. My first thought was like, man, wrestling is fucking down bad. It's so bad. Like, bro, SmackDown, I mean, bro, SmackDown gets fucking preempted to goddamn FS1. Because I know, you know, in this day and age, you know, ESPN, the website, will cover, you know, the wrestling results for Raw and SmackDown. Because they're paid to. Because they're paid to, Exactly. And sometimes, you know, you'll get an interview with Roman Reigns or Becky Lynch. Brock you know, Lesnar. Like Brock Lesnar or the Ric Flair 30 for 30 or yeah. you know, shit like that. Stuff they pay them for. Yeah. Stuff that... Don't ever get a twist that they are paying for all of that. Exactly. Maybe Brock Lesnar. Yeah, he's the only one... There's that, an actual... Like, and maybe, maybe there's enough interest in, like, Roman or Becky. Maybe. That ESPN would be like, ah, oh, this is a decent number we could pull. But anyone else that's on that channel... Or covered, yeah. That's all. If paid. you ever, if you've ever seen Drew McIntyre on ESPN, they're paying for that. Yeah, sorry. Yep. Um, but these guys are just on the channel. No, there's workers on yeah, ESPN. Like, like if you were just flipping through ESPN, the ESPN one, two, or three, and like you're catch yeah, like, you're catching the football game or the basketball game, you catch wrestling. It's right there on the yep. main ESPN channel. Damn right, straight out of Las Vegas, Nevada, baby. Until the end. Which yeah. I don't know how. But doesn't we'll, matter. We'll get there when we get doesn't there. matter. <laughs> so we got our boy Larry Nelson coming yeah. through with the fucking uh, the, the suit and tie, hanging yeah. out the office. He's got a really fucked up statue in the back. When I wasn't looking at the screen, because I wasn't always looking at the screen, I was doing other things. Yes, you do. Uh, when I heard his voice, but I was like, damn, he kind of sounds like Shane McMahon. <laughs> if he was older, yeah. And basically, if it, okay, if Shane McMahon now existed in 1988. Yeah, and went through the exact same life oh, he God. did up to that point. He would oh, be Larry God. Nelson vocally. Yes, I I just feel yeah. like they have the same uh, tone when they speak. I don't know why, but when I draw. first saw him, the I thought it was draw. yeah. I I thought it was Jim Crockett for a little bit. Like he kind of <laughs> looks like Jim Crockett. Another wrong promotion. Oh, I know. I'm aware. That's why I was like, why the fuck is Jim Crockett in a non-Jim Crockett promotion? Yeah. But it but was weird, it, though, because they were me. using some of the, to my knowledge, oh, some yeah. of the fucking JCP rules throughout this show, which they mm-hmm. didn't oh, explain, and bro. I had to figure I out fucking, when I was, I was watching yeah, it they, and yeah. I was like, damn, they got the WCW rules? I that didn't crazy. know that, because they didn't explain that, and I had to figure happened. out when I was watching it, because we'll, we'll get into it. There's, there's so much to get into. There's, we'll get an exp- there. or there's, a, there's a point in, I believe, the second match where those rules come into play, and I was confused until I remembered, oh yeah, this it's is the main, old wrestling we're watching. It's the main event. No, it was another moment before Oh yeah, true, well. true, true. Yeah, uh, there's two. So, uh, Big Larry here, with weird statue in the background. 
throws it back to footage from last week yeah. of the Midnight Rockers and the Nasty Boys going at it. Shawn Michaels, That's Marty awesome. Jannetty, uh, Shawn Michaels, Midget Killer, Brian Knobs, and yeah, Jerry oh Sags. Shawn Michaels does a Piscato and they fucking come on commentary. Like, oh, Dude, the women were coming. Shit, Have you ever seen so women were coming. Well, I didn't bro. hear the women because commentary was like, bro, who was it on commentary? I can't remember who they were I don't know. They had a they... Rod, they had Rod, Rob, Ron, Ross, Trodgar. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Lee Marshall. I think it was Lee, Lee Marshall. I think it was Lee Marshall yeah, Lee that was Marshall. coming for it on commentary. He's like, oh my God. He's like, oh my God. Have you ever seen anything like that? He just fucking threw himself out. Like, see that white boy do that shit? Yeah. I was like, all right, bro. Damn. It's, it's a Piscato. They've probably done this in Mexico. Like, look at that. Look at that cowboy. Today. Yeah. And look at like, that cowpoke. This isn't like the 70s, you know, this is the late 80s. I assume the that these guys 80s. have all seen a fucking Pescado before. I'm Jesus really fucking certain Christ. by this point, Scott Steiner has made the fucking 450. So, like, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? He's hot. Yeah. Again, and plus, like, like, what I truly noticed was the fact that all the women in the crowd fucking all... I mean, all the women... They, I didn't notice yeah. at this point, but the women were going crazy for pretty much every point. And throughout this entire yeah, yeah the women the women horny. were the women constantly. were very horny. They loved wrestling. Yeah, they that's did. awesome. Yeah, not anymore. Miss that? No, no. Women hate wrestling nowadays. What, bro? Fuck yeah! There's no more ring rats. It's crazy. <laughs> ring Damn, rats. Oh, oh shit! Holy fuck! All right, moving on. Fucking Christ. Yeah, so Michaels is a pescado on the fucking Brian knobs. You know yeah. he's not tiny, so I didn't kill him for it. Yeah. Uh. They get back into the ring. Janetti pins Nobbs and Michaels tricks him. Uh, Nobbs isn't even the legal man in the match, but whatever. No, it doesn't matter. Tonight's main event mm-hmm. is going to be Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah. Challenging Kurt Hennig. Cute Kurt Cute, Hennig. Cute, cool yeah, Kurt cute Hennig. Yeah, and cool. Interchangeable. For the AWA World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. And also this title, love it. Gorgeous. Love it. It's really good. Uh, it's... Love this title. I like it. It doesn't really, I guess just because it doesn't look as big as like a world title usually does. I just wish it was a bit bigger. But it looks really cool though. The design's really nice. To be fair, other than like the big gold, which wouldn't have come around for like Yeah, another, there's not, there wasn't years, really big belts back then. Yeah, there weren't really big belts. That's fair. Think, yeah, I don't think the big gold comes around for another two years. So It is a really pretty title though. Like I, I do appreciate that if there's something I think everybody misses about the older gen, the older generations of wrestling, it's how the titles actually looked like fucking titles, and oh, yeah, not they just also, uh, logos. They also say that AWA's favorite Indian or whatever, something like that, was Wahoo McDaniel, the Chickasaw from the from Oklahoma University or something. Yeah, they went there. Yeah, yeah. Oklahoma University. Bro, they put a yes. over. Yeah, they really put a over. I was like, oh, all right. That's why I got Look, there, there's two things that reminate through this show. Like, they literally say almost every match, if not every match. Uh, if they're Samoan or oh, well, what college they're well, from. Well, there's like six Samoans on the show, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, both. and I... I understand yeah. that, but Samoans from college. But, there was that one dude who was a Samoan. They're like, yeah, he was a fucking Greco-Roman wrestler in college. I don't know why he's re- resorting to these strange tactics. I was like, okay, bro. Right, bro. Yeah, they're talking about re- Greco-Roman. Fucking, there's a guy from University of Hawaii and shit. Yeah. Like, goddamn. Yeah, I'll well, a lot of... to everyone on the island. Brother, honestly, 
commentary on this show was crazy. I loved I it. Loved I it. loved commentary on this show. Oh, yeah, this commentary was cracked. I, See, oh, was like, they're hitting all their shit. It was a geography lesson. Like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I took <laughs> note on that, bro. This I, is a geography lesson on this fucking show. Bro, this shit is so and crazy. I, we will get I to that. I hate geography, that, and I love that it. That was so crazy. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, throughout yeah. the show, the commentaries. I, that's just something I, on I, point. Still I, on point. I love. Yeah, he was correct too, and I was like, yeah, "That's awesome." See, right. I like it because you know commentary in today's wrestling, even in wrestling past the '90s, it's just so it, it's force fed for obvious reasons. Bro, but like these guys, bro, just, these dudes knew what the fuck they were talking about. Well, that's, that's yeah, and that's what I appreciated though. They, sorry, go ahead. I was just gonna say it may. As a guy who obviously, like, I've never seen AWA before. Like, this is the first thing I've ever me watched neither. from AWA. First, me too. So, I so, I don't know a lot of these guys that aren't the bigger names. So, I'm like, well, who the fuck is this jabroni? Why do I care about him? And these guys are like, oh, yeah, this guy's from uh, the, the University of Oklahoma. And he's, uh, you know, this type of Native American, stuff like that. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, that's cool. Put them in, putting them over to say, hey, yeah, this is why you should care about this yeah, guy. Yeah, all these information. That's stars. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, gets all this information awesome. on this guy, and I'll get into this also later. But we get a whole bunch of uh top five lists. Yeah, we do. Oh Official yeah, there is. Yeah, we do. There are rankings in this company. Yeah, there are rankings, and I believe that these are official rankings. Absolutely. Hey, it's a definitely right. Definitely. So yeah, here we have our opening contest: Wahoo McDaniel yeah. versus. All right, bro. So I saw. All right. So this uh, is. I didn't so believe it until I saw the it. The main event and. This name right here is why I chose the show. I saw this name, man, bro, fucking popped the shit out of me. I forgot. I didn't think I it was think, real until I saw it I written think, down. I think I was at work when I was like just looking for shows. I'm sure your reaction was incredible. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. I I kind of had this ruined for me. Because Andrew put in the group chat. Yeah, I'm sorry. I just, I just couldn't help it. But, I was so shook. But like. I was like, holy shit, like, I still couldn't believe it whenever I but turned the thing on the movie. So, like, I, have, I had no idea this person was even a person. So, even s seeing his name, when I saw him, like, it was like a whole other experience. experience. Yes. Like, yeah, I saw his name, and yeah, his name is what it is. Damn, there's a fucking person behind this name. Alright, so what's this person's name? Who, who, who is Wahoo McDaniel's opponent, Andrew? Samoan Joe. <laughs> We're not, not joking. Not to be confused with Samoa Joe. No, 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 Samoan yeah. Joe. Now, all right. So when I was a kid, around the time we'd have been watching the the TNA that we were watching, I always remember on commentary Mike Tenay. You know, huge historian, wrestling historian Mike Tenay. The professor. The professor. He would always say, "Oh, it's Samoan Joe here." And I would always be, you know, it's Samoa Joe. What the fuck are you talking about? Why is this so difficult for you to comprehend? It's Samoa Joe. Now I know why. He was a big AWA mark. Yeah, he was fucking watching the Samoan Joe tapes, bro. <laughs> Clearly. I and mean, so are we. I would definitely believe that the professor was watching Samoan Joe tapes. Yeah, and I have a whole lot to say about him as a, as a person. But yeah. we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we have Lee Marshall and... Something tra Rod Tragar. Yep. Something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Uh. So we get into the match here. 
Uh, Joe gets shit canned to the unpadded floor by McDaniel. Yeah. They go back yeah. and forth out of a corner after Joe gets back in. Joe gets shot off the ropes. McDaniel drops the drops the back of his hand on his face and pins him to win the match. Yeah. So this match, <laughs> this match was literally Wahoo McDaniel shot him off, chopped him, fucking did a backhand that they called an elbow in commentary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was him. definitely pinned not him. an elbow. <laughs> and that was the match. And I was like, I awesome. agree. That's awesome. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I had to watch. I had to literally watch the last spot back four times to even comprehend what I saw happen. It's crazy. What's funny is I know it was like a worked fucking backhand, and he still hit him. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. It it's really funny because what's it called? They even do a shitty, you know, not shitty. It's what they had in 1988, but they did a fucking uh, a replay of it, and I'm still like, oh man, this this is just making this elbow drop look fucking worse. Come on, brother. I mean, oh yeah, I bet it even more apparent he didn't hit the elbow. From the, oh yeah. yeah, I mean, if they would have just said, yeah, he fucking drops the fist or something, that'd have been much better. But they called, they persisted that it was an elbow drop from an angle where it was clearly not. He literally just took a bat bump and like his the fucking, back of his, his, his wrist just gingerly landed on the guy's fucking head. Like, come yeah, on. they pinned him. Yeah, they, <laughs> he pinned him. Also, they would put over that chop too. He pinned him up really high. It was like dick to face of Samoan Joe. I was like, man, no respect for this guy. No. Yeah. Well, to be fair, now that I know some things about this man, it might have been deserved. I So what did you find out about when Samoan Joe? Yeah. I, I yeah, really... you All right. So I did I I've written a profile on this man, if you will. That's uh, incredible. God, I got a, I got a good paragraph here just highlighting a few important things. So, Joe Afamasaga mm -hmm. is a New Zealand-based professional wrestler who frequently worked around Australia and the Southern Pacific region in the mid-1970s. Uh, he made his okay. way to AWA in 1988, where he was an enhancement talent for other dudes until he retired in 1989. Wow. Afamasaga hmm. subsequently relocated to Australia, where he joined the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Oh. Okay. And later completed a Mormon mission. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, I'm not done. All right, cool. He okay. later settled in Victoria, Australia, where he is currently serving on the high council of a stake presidency. Currently, as in in 2022? As in right That's now. crazy. Right now. That's crazy. Samoan Joe That's is wild. a top-level Mormon. That's insane. You know that he's doing mad I anal. God damn, so, yeah. Dude, all the all the fucking young girls and shit, bro. Anal. That's I brother. Know that's, that's what they do. Brother, that's 15... not my Samoa Joe. All right. <laughs> not mine either. This guy is a freak. Yeah. He deserved the dick to face pen. Yeah, he did. I I'm not going to give the people of this podcast a whole life story. But uh fucking there's too many references to my personal life throughout the show that I can't talk about. But fuck Mormonism. <laughs> I will tell the boys after. Because you, can't, you guys can't know. Lovely. Yeah. Fuck. Understandable. So then, moving on from wow. that weirdo, we get a look at the AWA notebook, where we see a list of the top five most popular stars in the yeah. AWA. Yeah. So I'm going to go from the bottom to the top here. Number five. The Rock and Roll Express. Wow. Number four, Wahoo McDaniel. Oh, of course. He just beat a fucking jabroni. Oh, yeah. Number three, Baron Von Raschke. Oh, of course. Oh, he's going crazy. Oh, he's going crazy. 
talk about that. Number two. Yeah. I was surprised with this, honestly. Number two. Greg Gagne. Might be rigged. My, I think so. I think this is rigged. I, I think it might be rigged. Yeah, but, I mean, I guess that. if it were rigged, he'd probably be number one. It's rigged because there's no disputing that. Number one, Midnight Rockers. What do you mean, bro? The, the, the Piscato, bro. The crowd went crazy. The yeah, they're clearly went... number one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, so, it's, so, it's, I mean, it's, it's rigged, but not clearly rigged. But it's rigged because uh, they're, okay... Because we're, we're going to see Greg Gagne. Mm-hmm. He's going to come up on this show. Yeah, you know, the, the son of legendary wrestler Vern Gagne. Yeah, big Minnesota boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy is a black hole of charisma. Yes, he is. Brother. He... Listen, look, brother. What, brother? He... Oh, man. Brother? Brother. Fucking... It's so bad. It's atrocious. Yeah. Yeah. Back into the action. We have Bad Company. B-A-double-D. Versus The Hurricane Kid and Billy Anderson. Yeah. Uh, the Hurricane Kid can't run the ropes to save his fucking life. <laughs> so no, we're talking he... about uh, one of the members oh. of, of Bad Company being a, a Greco-Roman wrestler or whatever and was a, a an outstanding collegiate athlete. Yes, Paul Diamond. But he was a heel. So Yeah, Paul Diamond and Pat Tanaka. Yeah. Bad Company. Yeah. They're, they're, they're a fairly new team, actually, in the AWA at this point. Oh, fairly new. I didn't, I didn't catch that. Yeah, they're fairly new. Uh, Ron Trodgar gives us a geography lesson where he explains where the Isle of Samoa is. Yeah, yes, he Specifically does. located. <clears throat> Very nice of him. Yes. He says, I'm pretty, I'll, I don't have any notes. So try to go verbatim here. I'll, I'll, just off memory. He says, you know, these two, bad company. They come from the Isle of Samoa. You know, Samoa is a small little uh, island territory. Just, I think he said just west of Hawaii and east of Japan Mm -hmm. in the Pacific, located near the Fiji Islands. And I came. Yeah. (laughs) I came. Yes. Thank you for speaking facts. when When he said that, bro, I was like, holy, I started paying even more attention to this show. Because then you knew. Yeah, like, oh. I can learn. Oh, that's that's crazy. crazy. I mean, for an education on ESPN. Why am that's I learning? Awesome. Why, why am I? See, see, this is why wrestling fans are dumb as bricks now because they're no goddamn good commentators to tell them the shit that they need to know. You're right. I, you, you know, know the commentators are the I storytellers. Agree. That's 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 the whole point. The commentator is supposed to be the one driving the story, but wrestling yep. fans are dumb as bricks because there are no good commentators. I yeah, agree. yeah. All we have is Pat McAfee. Yeah, all we have funny. is the man. Hey, I love Pat McAfee. I love him too, but I'm not gonna, else, he's not giving out geography lessons. No, he's not. No, that's CTE. That's fair. Uh, Bill Anderson tags in, just fucking dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets slingshotted. I fucking hate the slingshot. He gets slingshotted by Paul Diamond into a snap DDT by Pat Tanaka. Tanaka forgets he's not the legal man after he already covers the guy. Yep. So this shit. Had no clue what's going on. Yeah, it was a two count. He rolled out. The referee's like, what the fuck are you doing? Bill is literally raising his own leg during the cover. Yep. Both times. Yeah. Despite, despite, despite neither the, man ever touching his legs. The second one being, uh, what was it, Paul Diamond standing when he made the cover. He, he, he just, just stepped did on the, his chest. The single le- yeah, the single leg fucking step on chest pin. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he was lifting his own leg. Yeah. <laughs> what a weirdo. And what was the fucking mm-hmm. guy's name? His partner? Hurricane Kid was late to break it up anyway. Yeah, very late. Despite very, very the like extra five seconds of time that had passed. Yeah. 
He still didn't make it on time. No. And he was on the apron the entire time. No, yeah. Yes, he was he just was. standing there. He just didn't come in to stop it. He rushed in I... as the three was down. Mm-hmm. Well, it's too late now, brother. Sorry. I just... I just really wanted to know, like, how long Hurricane Kid had been wrestling because he did not look good, brother. No, bro. When he, bro, when he got shot off the ropes, then came back to the other side and fucking fell before he even reached them. Oh, I was like, how? Yeah, I rewinded that a couple times because I didn't know if he was selling. At first, I thought he clipped him. I thought I thought he fucking hangman himself on the top rope. I was like, what the fuck happened? And then I thought, okay, he even reached the right. All right, so he doesn't have shoes. Maybe he slipped on that canvas. Like, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, okay, so no way. I was like, okay, so my only conclusion is, or two conclusions were, he's either a bad wrestler, like, Mm -hmm. or he just sold the force of being thrown. He got thrown so hard that he couldn't even make the ropes. Right. Yeah. Anyways, he looked dumb as Brex. Yeah, he did. Sorry, bro. I agree. Uh, AWA birthday wishes go out to my man Pete Bauer, mm-hmm. Mark Veldman, yeah. uh, Tara Mecklehone, mm-hmm. Irene Rogantine, mm-hmm. George Martin. Yes. Probably wrote a book. George R. R. Martin? Yeah, probably wrote a book or something. Yeah, and yeah, Jacob crazy. Calrus. I bet most of these people are dead. Yeah, probably. For their benefit. Hope they are. What? 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 Uh, we come back what? from commercials. Back with my boy Larry Nelson, the weird statue. Last week, Adnan Al Kaisi tried to destroy the claw, the claw. The claw. Yeah. of Baron Von Raschke. Uh, he's got Baron in the studio. Mm-hmm. His hand was bruised. His hand was contused. Yeah. But only after a week of physical therapy, the claw was healthy again. Yeah. He, you know, man was fucking beating on it and bashing on his hand last week, you know, really pounding on it. Yeah, Baron said, you know, fucking my hand may be, he said the physical scars may be healed, but the scars in my heart, and the scars in my heart. Yeah. They will never be healed. <laughs> I... Man, so I... this guy fucking lozenge, bro. Fuck. I, 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 I fucking loved it, man. This shit yeah, was hilarious as fuck to me. But yeah. Do you remind me of goddamn Fritz von Eric? But me like, even too. even oh, deeper. Me too, because this time he had an accent. The whole five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the you know, yes. the Yeah, but this time he had an accent, so it was, it was even better. It 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 still just really pops to me though, because this happens again later. That fucking He's obviously out of time, so they start to deteriorate yeah, the they, fucking screen. Yeah. And, yeah, and then and then it just goes away. It's like, oh fuck, that's kind of it's kind dude, of fucking literally, funny. Dude, literally as he was talking, the video quality just fucking falls apart. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it happened. Because yeah, like nice. at first he comes on screen and I'm like this is from nineteen eighty eight, so of course it doesn't look great. It was already running at like two forty and then it just it, it actually it started frying. It actually dies. Yeah, because I'm like this like purple hue starts to like develop around Baron. Like he's gonna fucking transform into ultra ego or like, some shit. To, yeah, like the, the I'm pretty sure this is fucking done on digital cameras, but it's so like it was the frying. film started to burn. Yeah, I was like, like what the fuck's going on? It's burning on his outline. What the fuck's going on here? Yeah, it was so weird. So weird. Yeah, so he's talking, and, and Larry's like, he's like, all right, all right, we gotta go to commercial. See you later. <laughs> yeah. As he's still talking. And then we get uh, right. racist caricature versus Greg Gagne. Yeah. Destroyer Samoan. 
two, three. Yeah. Three and three is, matches. This was uh this was our boy Alpha of the NYE family. Yes. Big I I knew him uncle. the second I fucking I saw him. Better than I me. knew yeah yeah <laughs> really you guys did yeah, not fucking recognize no Alpha? i i definitely knew him i had to make sure yeah i had to, I had to make absolutely sure yeah I yeah like, i because I, mean, like, I, I could tell far be it for me to say that i know much better than which one is which unless they're directly next to yeah each i thought other. it was his brother bro like i thought it was yeah uh, unless they're next to each other i can't tell them apart individually. oh i mean that's fair that's fair. I mean, when they're next to each other, I can tell. Yeah. But, like, but I mean, mm-hmm. this guy also was not Afa nor Sika. This was Destroyer Samoan. Yeah. Racist so, caricature. I ended up going to YouTube because, again, it's like, who the fuck is Destroyer Samoan? Because I know that face. I know I know that face. And then I found out that it was Afa. And I found out that Afa started training. What is this? 88 in like 71? Yeah, it was 88. Oh my god. Yeah, he started training in 71. I learned that he was trained by Peter Maivia. Of course. Of course he was. And Rocky Johnson. Of course he was. Sounds right. Damn. In 1971? That's crazy. They were all young back then. Yeah, they were all young young back then. (laughs) Crazy. God. um, And then Alpha trained Sika. He trained his brother. It's a good Hmm. brother. Too sweet, bro. Mm -hmm. They. I I think. uh, What's it called? I heard the commentary say around the start of the match when when Destroyer Simone's starting to get some heat on good old Greg. Uh, fucking, yeah, he's got a damn ugly face. Yeah, they did say that. And I was Why? like, Jesus Christ, the fuck? And then the other commentator, like, just kind of under his breath is like, yeah, it's pretty ugly. Uh, you know, yeah, as uh, Greg were... Goddamn started to re- reverse the uh, the action here. Yeah, because something. It was along the lines because they were trying to put over the. They were trying to put them both over, right? They were trying to say like Greg Gagne yeah. is doing all these moves. He's a great wrestler. I've seen him fucking contuse and contort wrestlers that are much bigger than him. And he was like, oh well, yeah, Destroyer Samoan. You know, he's got like ninety two pounds on him, but he'll easily be able to do all this bullshit. I was like, yeah, he's fucking. That's an ugly maneuver from Destroyer Samoan. I was like, oh yeah, and he looks ugly too. And it's like, all right, well, God, yeah, God. yeah. I had a narrative to push. See, I mean, the fact the fact that he said the fact that they said <clears throat> that Alpha had a ninety pound weight advantage, but it didn't matter. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's actually an insane yeah. statement to make. That a ninety pound weight advantage doesn't make a difference against this white guy. Yeah, yeah, Gagana because this white guy can pick him up. Alpha is three ten. Yeah, he's yeah. got it. Yeah, he's easily he's got it. They were confident in his ability to they win were, this match. They were, they were confident. They, they were, were certain they, he was going to win this match. Pretty much said. Yeah, I mean, this Destroyer Samoan, he's, like, a big dude or whatever, but, like, he is literally not going to hold a candle to Greg Gagne. Like, he's jabroni to everybody on the Yeah, roster. bro, he's a, he's a son of Vern Gagne. He's, a, he's the international television champion. Yeah, yeah I was saying. about to say, where is this fucking belt? Yeah, they literally said, yeah, son of former world champion, for former world uh, AWA champion, you know, Greg, or Vern Gagne. They were putting him over so Oh, hard. they were sucking but him off. Again... The only this is my only real complaint of the show. Where the fuck is the international television championship? What do you mean he was wearing it to the ring? Did he? Yeah. I didn't see him wear it fucking yeah, out it. or anything. Okay. I also, and I guess I missed it. I guess I, mean, I missed it. That's my bad. Obviously, there were also a lot of Samoans and Hawaiian Polynesian people on this show. Mm-hmm. They never really explained why. 
I mean, I guess I don't have to explain. I, yeah, but there were just so many. So, but I know I felt that, like, I feel, given in on. 1988, this is an, an inordinate amount for fucking this time, this period, this, this place, ge- geographical location. Like, I was very confused. <laughs> not even so, I, I know that, um, you know, the Hawaii Wrestling or Polynesian Wrestling Federation or whatever, like, I know that they would sometimes have working relationships with a lot of these American, or not American, stateside companies, mm-hmm. but they didn't explain anything on this show, so I was just so confused. So, I I feel like I heard it said either in this match or the main, but I thought I heard them say they've had just a lot of de, fact, de facto... Or like defaction. Yeah, like that. That's um, all I've really heard. I, I yeah, yeah. Somebody said something along the lines of, "Yeah, you may have noticed that there there have been you know quite a a lot of like Samoans or whatever, but they never mm-hmm. explained like why." They all they said all they said is that they came here from their home promotions back in Samoa. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah, I just that, assumed that the said, AWA. Like, yeah, I just assumed that the AWA was like, okay, well, yeah, we like, have this partnership. K-Fabe, we might as well sure, use I'm these guys. I'm sure it's a working relationship, but in kayfabe, I have no idea why. Robbing there, talent. There are a lot of Samoans on the show. And again, I yeah, mean, realistically, fair. no, you shouldn't have to explain it. But in 1988, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, that's crazy. True. Uh, Alpha goes up top, like, a, I don't know why. Uh, Ganya hits him with the dead man's drop, throws him yeah. off the top. Alright, also, yep. I wanted to say, because this is 1988, and because wrestling is so racist, <laughs> there were definitely moments in this match where Greg Ganya was trying to, like, headbutt and fucking axe chop Alpha? Or, mm-hmm. so, sorry, Destroyer Simone? I'm not calling him that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not calling him Alpha. that. But all I could think, you know, because it's wrestling, is all I could think is, oh, man. Can't headbutt a Samoan, bro. Can't do it. You've been conditioned with the propaganda. And to be fair, every time he tried to like headbutt him, Alpha went on the offensive because headbutt a Samoan. And like, yeah, I know wrestling is terrible, but this is 1988, and I'm sorry. But it's still true today. Pretty much. That's still generally how it is. Yeah, pretty much. Like, when do people headbutt Roman Reigns? Why would you? When do people headbutt the Usos? Why would you harder heads? Allegedly. Allegedly. According to wrestling. Yeah. According to wrestling, you know, it's still Carnies. Yeah. Yeah. Bone density skull. Yeah, well bone density doesn't help Alpha escape a sleeper hold that Ganya slaps on him and he puts him to sleep to win the match. Yep. Ref fucking lists oh, yeah. three times and that's it. Yep. And then I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. Bro. I I I was not very into this at all. No, this was terrible, especially what, what he has to do, bro. This is so bad. So after the match, you know, Ganya's celebrating and everyone's like, oh, uh, Afa hasn't moved in a little while. I hope he's okay. And then Ganya comes over and fucking breaks his neck and he wakes up. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even see that. <laughs> he, literally, he literally walks over to him, wow, gets yeah. down on his knees, and fucking grabs his neck, snaps it. That's incredible. Snaps it. That's incredible. And then he gets up and he fucking freaks out. See, Simone, bro, you, it's the fucking... Hit a bri- hit a kill him to revive him. It's the fucking hard head gimmick. I guess it also extends down to the neck. <laughs> yeah, he broke his neck with the sleeper holes. He had to re-break his neck on both sides to fix it. Exactly. He just had to put it back in alignment. Totally different. He's the owner's son. Yeah, so Let's not forget that Vern Gagne literally runs the AWA. 
Sorry. We get another look at the AWA notebook. Mm -hmm. Here we have the individual rankings. So the proper power five, if you will. Yeah. So we got number five, Von Rashke. Yes, yes. Number four, Jerry the King Lawler. Mm -hmm. Number three, Wahoo McDaniel. Yeah. Number two, this was surprising, especially at this point. I don't know what his gimmick is at this point, but that was crazy. Yeah. Number two, Adrian Adonis. Number one, Greg Gagne. And, of course, Kurt Hennig is the current AWA World Champion. To be fair, though. To be fair. He just broke that guy's neck. To be fair, even though Greg Gagne is number one overall ranking as far as power rankings go. He didn't get a title shot on this show. The number four ranked did. You're right. True. True. However, they also have a beef. That's true. They got real beef. That's true. Yeah. Never frozen. But you'd think that the number one contender would get it. I mean, in my opinion, anyone in the top five can go. I mean, that's. I mean, I. I agree. You need, you need options, that's, bro. That's how real sports work. But you need you know, options. This yeah, is wrestling, is. and they have a hard-on for number one contenders. And realistically, Greg Gagne would be the number one contender at the number well, one ranking. Well, you could simply have the number five guy beat the number one guy, and that gets him a title match. I mean, you could, but realistically, that would probably just right, drop Gagne down to two and the number five up to number four. But... Yeah, but it's worked rankings, so you can do what the fuck you, you can do whatever you want. Bro. I mean, yeah. Number five beats number one. Now he's number one. I mean, and number yeah. one is number two. It is worked rankings, chips down. which is why fucking Greg Gagne beat Alpha with a sleeper hold, and then is number one in the rankings. It's all the quality of the competition. Something like that. It's fucking bullshit, dude. That's what they say? Uh huh. Damn right. So Kerr Hennig is ringside to cut a promo. How fucking sweet and awesome he is God, i'm so goddamn cool dude i'm he sick is fucking cool i'm the best ever and he is also, sick was a bitch jaylor is Jay a bitch Fuck that sucks guy. yeah the guy's a bitch and i don't like him and i'm gonna beat him that's literally bro see here's the thing all right i'm not usually the biggest fan of champions who just say shit like this no my man was the, talking truth a goddamn kurt hennig is just the fucking man God damn. Because he's just convincing as all hell. Yeah. I'm going to beat him. I'm bigger than him. I'm stronger than him. I'm faster. I'm going to pin him in oh. the middle of the ring. Because that's what I do. And this AWA World Heavyweights Championship, it's never going away. It's never happening. Yeah, he also uh -huh. says, he also so says, good. yeah, that Greg Gagne guy, bro. Did you see that match he just did? Yeah, I mean, Wild Simone, yeah, whatever, bro. I'd fucking kill this guy, bro. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Greg Gagne, I'd... Fuck on him. Yeah, fuck that. He can't lace my boots. <laughs> so Greg Gunn, it comes right back. This is right after his match, right? So he's like, yeah. hold on now. Hold on, brother. I don't know where you where you get off talking about how you could beat me, brother. You know, we've never met. You never beat me in the ring, brother. But, you know, if we ever went after, you know, if we ever had me challenge that championship, brother, then, you know, I would definitely win it, brother, because my dad is the owner of this company, brother, and he's got the book, brother. <laughs> And he's he yeah, genuinely says brother that amount of times. Yeah, it's awful. Literally at the end of every line, he called him brother, and it's like, all right, dude, I get it. You're workers. Yeah, but you're on TV. Yeah, and then he does the worst like face thing. Honestly, I th this is my least favorite like just, face. He just, he just stormed off like a bitch. Well, well, no, no, he fucking uh, Greg Gagne says, oh well, you know, if you're if you're not pussy, then beat me. It's like, bro, I have the title. 
I don't want to fight I don't you. Have to, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have to prove. I don't got to do shit. Fucking, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not you? on your timing. What are you talking about, bro? Yeah, you beat me. And about, I have no yeah. intention of giving you a match. So actually, right. ratio. Plus L. Plus, go to the back of the fucking line, Junior. Plus you fell off. Plus I'm better than the promoter's son. Yeah. Fucking Kurt Hedding. My guy. Awesome. Yeah, anyways, they get they get a little physical. And uh, Headache doesn't give a shit about this nerd, bro. Whatever. No, not at all. And then there's a whole bunch of commercial breaks. Just boom, 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 boom in a row. It's crazy. Yeah. And then we get back to it. Finally, we have Bob Orton. No longer Junior. Nope. Versus Kevin Collins. They call him Bob Orton Jr. during this match. They call him that and then mention that he's no longer Bob Orton Jr. True. He's now just Bob Orton. Yeah. That's he's awesome. his own man now. Yeah, he's he's uh, overshadowed his, his paw. Yeah. The second up. generation Bob Rush oh, him, annihilate him. Oh, man, it's awesome. I wonder if the next Orton Child is going to be even bigger than Randy. Dude, no. that's what I was thinking though. Was like there no. is potential. Bob Orton was very well known. Damn, what kind of time does that kid have to be on to be even more famous and popular than their father? Simply be the, the number one of the. Does he have daughters? <laughs> he has daughters. He's yeah. Sons. Does oh, does he? Okay. Oh, but they're not from a sperm, so it's not the same. Yeah, but oh, I'm pretty God. sure someone's got his last name. They're not bred into this business the same way. I guess. But hey. they're, not, they're not bred into it. It's not in their blood. Yeah, but I guess, I mean, still, Randy Orton is their father. The genealogy's in their brain. It's gotta count for something. Genealogy's not in their brain. Hey, brother, they'll have 30 world what? titles by the time Maybe that they're 25. His daughters can simply be the number one in the country. They'll be the real business. Charlotte players. Better hope at that point that Vince is actually dead. No woman's getting that over <laughs> his, on his, his watch. His daughter, Randy's daughter, whichever one, will just be Becky, but bigger. Yeah, they will simply they, be what Becky Charlotte Flair should have been. Good. Ha. Yeah. So we come back to the match already in progress. Orton is fucking killing this guy. He is. Absolutely shitting on him. Uh, Ron oh. Trodgar takes a moment during this burial to put over his broadcast colleague, Lee Marshall. Uh, you know, he, he does work at the Gold's Gym, you know, the, the weightlifting capital of the world over the fuck. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger trains there. All the wrestlers train there. Uh, I hang with the boys there. We all take showers together and we, and we soap all the asses. Damn right we do. Uh, Orton gets Collins up top, hits a nasty superplex. Brother, he, it was it's a brain, brain buster. buster. It's a brain yeah. buster. This is a second, like... They're not yeah. even on the top rope here. They're on the second rope. Yeah, good. So, top rope and unnecessary. And also, what what would Bob Orton be doing staying on the top rope? Well, Bob yeah, was on the true. second. The homie was on the top. But they was he? Over on, I thought yeah. they were both were on the second. They were putting it over on commentary. They were like, yeah, fucking, look at the innovator. This fucking Bob Orton. Now, this is the superplex. Now, it's a suplex from the top. He is innovating this move. It is the superplex. You know, he puts him on top. He's going to go. He's going to stun him. And then he said that, right as he said that, Bob Orton fucking slapped homie in the face. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he's going to fucking drop him. Now, that is a 12-foot drop from the top rope to the floor, which he meant, to the floor. Which he meant canvas to mean the floor. So he's basically it's a 12-foot drop from the top rope to the ring canvas, which, all right, brother, I'll give you six. Nine if you Hey, jump. man. I'm pretty sure I, the top rope's like five and a half feet, bro. I have I said, to I'll give, give you six. <laughs> look, but for uh, you know, the casual fan, that is great commentary. 
and I appreciate it because yeah, I, that is great commentary. Yeah, and I mean, like, because look, Dude, one way or another, it puts the... that happen. That's crazy. He literally called. He literally yeah. called everything play by play in real time. That's Part awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's gonna that in... get him up. He's gonna stun him. He's gonna fucking drop him on his fucking head and he's win. Him. Yeah, and he's yeah. gonna win. That's awesome. And that's what happened. Yeah, so he hits that nasty-ass superplex, wins the match, and Colin sits up right after the count, so Orton repays his stupid ass with a really dangerous yeah, so pile after, driver. After he... Oh my god. After he does the gimmick, the ref... I think this was intentional. The ref's back was turned the entire time this happened. Like, he was signaling to the bell or whatever, but, I mean, obviously it doesn't take this long to signal to the bell. But Kevin Collins, like, pretty much immediately got up from the fucking uh, superplex... And then Bob Orton gave him the most dangerous, one of the scariest ones I've ever seen. Pile drivers I've yeah. ever seen. Like first off, Kevin Collins was like hooked in Bob's knees. Like it wasn't even thighs; it was like in his knees. And yeah. He like bounced off of his knees oh, with man. his neck. This shit was so dangerous, dude. I told you when we were in the car or whatever. Yeah, you did. I thought he was about to get TJ Wilson. This shit was so oh. fucking spine out of skin. This was so bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Straight vertebrae terror. Yeah. Crazy. And so, uh, yep, the big main event is finally about to go down. Jerry Lar going to challenge big man. But first, Adnan Alkaisi comes into the studio to call Baron Von Raschke a goddamn coward yeah. and a German. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does call him a German. You goddamn filthy German. Yeah, I mean, the You're wall, the just as weak as the American. He literally does say that. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Even though, you know, Pat Tanaka's on the show as well. So he's still got to play the World War II gimmicks. Oh, yeah. You got to fucking play that shit, baby. So he's, you know, not even close to being done cutting this promo in there. He's like, all right, dude, whatever. Yeah, Anyways, like, back to the ring. Yeah, yeah, all right, bro. And he's Fuck. still talking all the way through. Never stopped. Nope. Awesome. What's up with these guys? They gotta get their shit in, bro. <laughs> also, I forgot to mention that my boy Baron Von Raschke is wearing a goddamn uh, jumper with a fucking hammer and sickle. I mean, his comrade is out. I also forgot to mention Baron Von Raschke. Both ears are cauliflowered to all hell. Way, all the way. Yeah. Um, I mean, his yeah. left is worse than his right, but fuck. Yeah, he also looks like an elf. Yeah. His ears are like protruding I mean, and cauliflowered. His, his left ear honestly looks like uh, Mula's ear. If you've ever seen Moolah's cauliflower ear, it's fucking oh, disgusting. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Ugh. So we're at the main event. Jerry the King Lawler versus Kurt Hennig for the AWA World's Heavyweight Championship. Oh, one more bad track. Sorry. <sighs> Moving back. It was in the Alpha match where, where I noticed the uh, weird rules of what oh. the fuck were going on. Because Alpha had fucking got him outside of the ring and he had got him up <clears throat> in like well, it wasn't military press position, but it was like, you know, cross-body position. And he slammed his back into the into the ring post. Mm -hmm. And then he was trying to attack him, and the ref was just, like, stopping him, getting in the way the whole time. I was like, why is he not letting him do whatever? And then it was in this match that I figured out why. Why, yeah. Yeah, apparently attacking someone on the outside is a DQ. Apparently, yeah, there's no outside brawling. Yeah. Don't want to lash it. There's no outside brawling and there's no throwing your opponent over the top. There's no using the post either. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So, uh, Cool Kurt Hedig comes out crazy looking. That's my guy right there. 
comes back out again yeah. after cutting that promo. <laughs> Damn it's right. Crazier, you know. I mean, the, these rules. I don't even really remember them, and I couldn't find anything about them when I was looking it up on the internet. Mm-hmm. But the JCP, the Jim Crockett promotion rules, are even more fucking. Oh, they're, like, they're 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 wild. Escado, that Shawn Michaels, he would have gotten disqualified <laughs> in WCW <laughs> if he'd have done that. Damn, yeah. them cruiserweights are the chain shit. Yeah. Well, no, actually, because Flying Brian Pillman couldn't fly because there was no top ropes during JCP era fucking WCW <laughs> or Jim Crockett bullshit rules. Yeah. WCW. Yeah. Yep. We just got to give uh, Eric Bischoff the book, Something. and then give it to Kevin Nash. Give Eric Bischoff the book so he can fucking rob Japan. Yes. Yep. Uh, Jerry Lawler right. comes out looking like goddamn Electro. Yeah. Yellow yeah. and green to the gills. <laughs> I have never seen Jerry That's... wear anything but black and red or blue or Me yellow. I yeah, he I agree. Renegade on his ass. Yeah, it was yeah. Renegade. Yes. Yeah. The yeah, baby face is Renegade. The yeah, babyface no, renegade crazy. Jerry fucking no, it's not pedophile King Lala. Okay. Cool. Yeah, absurd. Uh, Rob Trodgar brings up when Jerry Lawler had a pile driver on the late Andy Kaufman and their appearance on yeah. the Letterman show. Crazy. He said that that was like a week ago. He yeah, that he just happened. He said that it happened very recently, that's and crazy. I was like, that's crazy that I, you I literally bring this yeah, up on national like television. Happened. Well, I mean, yeah, Andy it's Kaufman crazy died that he's in a fucking that world year. championship match eight days later or whatever. Yeah, after br- fuck. Yeah. Uh, then he takes some time to Andy he takes some time to uh, put over Kurt Hennig's reign as the AWA champion of this yeah. point, coast to coast. They are putting continent Kurt, to continent. They are putting him over like crazy. Hennig captured the championship on May second, nineteen eighty seven, at Cow Palace. And they're Damn saying, right. They're saying, man, this motherfucker is the future. He's good now, but he's not even as good as he's going to be. He gets better every single time we see him. This Kurt Hennig is something special. And I mean, yeah, they were right. Yeah, because by like 1994, right. he's just crazy. Yeah. Also, I wanted to note some of the selling that we were seeing this match from Kurt Hennig. This was the AWA, huh? This was that real wrestling shit that y'all like, that real boots on the ground, no nonsense bullshit that y'all like. This was that, huh? <laughs> you guys are fucking liars. Yeah, so this is absolute horseshit. I don't understand. This is not right. This is that. This is that real wrestling shit that they were talking about. Like I said, yeah, that's so the, that, the that, people that, back in the that, day were loving on. No, bro. Yeah. Yeah. The selling that Kurt Hitting was doing was no different than some shit you would see in the WWF, bro. This was outlandish. The, Whoa. This was outlandish. Boys, this is why whenever Even people Lawler, are like... The bumps he was taking in this match. Sorry, yeah, I, didn't Lawler, want, I didn't want to cut you off, Max. No, you're good. You're shit, good. Shit. Yeah, he was going crazy. I was like, this is some carny bullshit circus WWF shit that they claimed they would have hated. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. So I had to get that out. And this crowd was hot. And this crowd ate every fucking. They, there were old men fucking coming. There were oh. women coming. Everybody was coming. The young dudes, the old dudes, the, the young women. There's a few old women. Also, and the kids. I wanted to note throughout this entire night, they had kept they they'd said multiple times, "Yeah, we're coming from you, from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. You know, you can gamble here. It's cool and everything." This main event somehow 
was in Los Angeles, California. So, yeah, this one match specifically they teleported. Yeah. yeah, they teleported yeah, they the whole show to Los Angeles. Somehow. Yeah, bro. Because I definitely don't. Um, and it looked like the crowd changed. It looked like the people in the crowd changed. How is that possible? So, yeah, the, and that wasn't a fucking flub because they said it again later in the match. So I was like, how? So where are you? Where are you? Where'd you go? What's going on here? WrestleMania 2. This is that. This um, is on that another fucking, level. This is that real wrestling shit, y'all. We're fucking like, I don't know, bro. There's something fishy about this. What do you mean, bro? They're lying. That's wrestling. So, wrestling again, what I, was, what I was trying to say earlier was fucking, we watch wrestling i wouldn't say that we're fans of everything that we watch of course not so whenever something like this happens where as marquise was saying this is real boots on the ground shit oh yeah all these old men love yeah it's fucking bo- that's bullshit brother yeah it is bullshit. Fuck. so don't don't what do you mean, bro? don't I saw that that opener was exactly what those fucking old timers love bro dude said shoot you off the ropes chop back okay. fish, chop pin yeah, that true. one, yeah. That was my favorite match of the but, night. But the show also started with Shawn Michaels doing a fucking Piscata. So, Last week. I guess. <laughs> and then Kurt hitting with all this fucking selling and bullshit. I don't know, bro. These old times. Yeah. See, because I'm a wrestling viewer. Yeah, we are not viewers. necessarily a wrestling fan. Yeah, we're viewers. I can call out this bullshit. Mm-hmm. I can call a spade yeah. a spade. Roughly. True. I also wanted to mention, uh, when Hennig captured the championship, he defeated Nick Bockwinkle. Yeah. After an assisted dice loaded punch from Larry Zabisco. Very, very surprised that he beat Nick Bockwinkle. Larry Zabisco. Turns out I've been spelling his name wrong this entire time. Have you? Yeah, I found that out tonight when I was, well, I guess last night when I was watching TNA. Thankfully, oh, I take all my notes on my phone whenever I do take notes. So I typed it in one time and just double tapped it so I never had to fucking worry about it, me spelling it wrong again so my phone would autocorrect it because. True. Yeah, it's like fucking ZBY. S Z S or S Z It's Z B Y. It's fucked up. S Z K O. Fucked up. Z B Y S Z K O. Yeah, it's fucked up. So I was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna have uh, autocorrect take care of this. Yeah, I looked it up one time, copied it, pasted it, done. Basically, yeah. Uh, Lawler with undyed brown hair, working baby face, was weird to me. Gross. Every time I see Jerry Lawler with Young a, with a Jerry Lawler fucking, with every time beard. I see Jerry Lawler with facial hair, it always looks like a fucking different guy. It is it's a like, different who guy. Who is this man? This is not Yeah, this is, this, not... this is the guy I played as in, in Legends of Wrestling on the PS2. Yeah, this isn't fucking King. This isn't the the pervy character. <laughs> yeah, this isn't that guy. No, yeah, no, this, this guy goes weird. weird. And it's weird because his voice also sounds super different when he's a lot younger. Oh yeah, it's it's and really I, different. I, I don't why did his voice get so high? I can tell you why, but I don't want to get into a whole tirade about Jerry Lawler and his choice of women and what that adversely, how that probably adversely affected his, his physiology. You might be on something, but we'll keep it pushing. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I agree. Ross Trodgar explains how he will change his motherfucker's name so many times. It's fucking I funny, don't man. know what his name is. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I'm just gonna push it, bro. Uh, yeah, I so, love it. I love the bit. It's, <laughs> it's a good bit. But yeah, Ross here explains how heel world champions work. That was nice of him. Yeah, he was like, uh. I don't even remember exactly what he said, but when he said it, I was like, yes, that is how a heel world champion operates. Yes. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's, that is for true. Yeah. Uh, Hennig has had enough of this bullshit, and he's been, he been making his way to the locker room, but it turns out he can lose the title via countout. 
It's a stupid rule, but whatever. Yeah. His fucking AWA rules. Yeah. So he decides to come back to the ring at nine. Crowd's like, oh, yeah, he's back. Uh, he comes through. And then Hennig fucking disqualifies himself. Or, no, he can. He can get disqualified. All right, yeah, yeah. So, but but countouts are fair. All right. So this is what happens. Hennig powders out, runs away, begs off like a bitch, comes back at nine. He gets trapped in the corner by Lawler. He just fucking kicks him. Oh, yeah, low blows low. him. Yeah. And then the ref saw it, and then did nothing about the it. The announcer said, "You know, the ref would be very well within his right to go ahead and disqualify uh, Hitting here, but I noticed the ref did give Kurt Hitting a warning, so he was using ref's discretion. So I can't be mad. I can't be mad at that, but that was just he. He was using. He gave him a warning. Gave him a warning. You do it again, you're, you're fucking finished, bro. I don't care about your belt. It's over. Yeah. So then Hitting offers Lawler a free shot." But, yeah, but he doesn't take it. Nope. So they and sh- he fucking was being a weirdo for the like. First he started off on his knees, then he was like, "Please hit me!" And then he fucking yeah, doing like Hindu squats or whatever. Like, what are you doing, bro? I was like, is he trying to you know? Uh, is he just gonna reverse it, little blow him or something? And then yeah, they see, just see, fucking Lars lock up. Closing and then in he the got distance. back to his feet and they locked up. I was like, damn. Is I this was like, what did, the fuck just happened? Reset a match in nineteen eighty eight. Is this the fucking equivalent to the fucking combo chain wrestling standoff Reset. look at each other reset? Is was this that? Was this that real wrestling don't even, shit? Don't bro? even remind me, bro. I'm so over that. Is this that real wrestling shit in 1988? Yeah, it's that wrestling shit. So yeah, they lock up. Lawler drops Hennig and lands a middle rope forearm, and then Hennig hits Lawler. Oh, it's after that actually. Yeah. Uh, Hennig punches Lawler so hard he flies over the top rope. And I think he I, smacked the back of his head on the fucking he floor. Did. He definitely did. I don't know did. why he took this bump. He went, whoa! All the way to the floor. And then the referee fucking bolted to the other side of the ring. Like, oh, shit. Like, well, no. He bolted to the opposite side that Lawler bumped because the rules are fucking dumb. So he had to check in with the official to see if that was a disqualification. If this disqualification. And no, it wasn't. He's, they just uh... put it off. It was like, oh, it was just the momentum of the punch that drew him over or that drove him over the top rope. So he didn't. So Hennig didn't uh, try and toss. Him he didn't intentionally top. throw him over the top. Yeah. Rules of the AWA, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, preventing Lawler from getting attention from the referee after smacking the back of his head on an unpadded concrete floor, apparently in Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure the floor came with a cancer warning. Apparently, it's so important to have to go and check on the rules of this confusing ass officiating that it is to go check on the guy who just fucking smacked his head on the concrete. So, yeah, the rules are more important than your livelihood. Sorry. Fuck you. Aren't you supposed to protect the guys from themselves? Not in 1988. Yeah, you're right. Hell no. Bro, so not in the AWA. Bro, bro, if someone if someone went coast to coast on their hairline and they dug a little too deep, they'd say, damn, bro, they want a bottle of water or something? You get a little, looking a little tired. Yeah. Here's some Somas. <laughs> yeah. Here's some Somas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wash it down with whiskey. A wombo combo right there, baby. Chase with a 60 Viking in a day. Exactly. Uh, so then Lawler's hanging on by a thread on the apron, and then he just falls to the floor when he gets up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lawler drags Henning to the floor as he goes over to him and pounds on him. So it's at this point where they're fucking fighting outside that I heard on commentary that they could have gotten disqualified for brawling outside. Because Henning had to roll but he had to roll back into ring to break the count. Not, a, I guess, the ref's count to five. Because they were disqualification. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so 
Uh, so many is, rules. This is what y'all like, you old bastards. So many rules. This is what y'all are on. Don't get me wrong. I like the fight. I like the wrestling. I like all. Yeah, the, the wrestling the was good. And the working, but all the rules, brother. That shit was lame. That shit was you know, so lame. In my, it opinion. is the worst part about the show for sure. And I, go ahead. In my opinion, if I were to be running a wrestling fed countouts would only apply to a single person outside the ring. If they're both outside, don't count. I get it, right? I get why you have all these rules because uh at the end of the day, at the end of the day, on ESPN, it's a story. You have more rules that means you have more devices in which to tell stories. So if you want a heel to get heat, well then fuck, he threw somebody over the top rope. I get it. True. But these rules are lame. These storytelling devices are lame. Not very fun. They are boring. They suck. Stinky. The shit was ass. <laughs> Do better, Vern. And Jim, whenever you adopt these rules. Dick. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. So yeah, they're on the floor. They're brawling. Lawler keeps it coming, drops the Memphis fist before teeing off on heading on the mat. Uh, yeah. He, he bumps out the middle rope and hits the floor super hard for no goddamn reason. Henning no does. Reason. Yeah. He, he, he gets hit in the face and just fucking flies out of the ring from the other side. Uh, then Lawler plans to rim Hennig's face into the ring post, but reverse and the match is thrown out. Yeah. Uh, they've been brawn outside for too long. It's a double disqualification. Whatever the fuck, double count out, double disqualification, who no, cares? D- double disqualification, that was the call. Was and the call. Uh, they aren't done fighting. No. And Lars smashes Henning's head, hand off the post before he hightails it to the back. Yep. Running away. And then uh, as we send off the show, Larry Nelson is with Wahoo McDaniel in his dope headdress. Uh, he asked him about that match and his feelings about it. And Wahoo says he wouldn't have fucked on that. He, he, he would have fucked on Kurt Henning like a little bitch. And the AW the AWA championship should be on a and he said this it should be on an Indian waist. He did say that. He said it, not me. Yeah, say that. Next week, the main event is going to be some of the <sighs> finest midgets in the world. He did say that. Not even did he say that. He just started that sentence off with midgets. Next week, we're going to have the finest midgets in the world. You haven't seen him here in a while, but we've got the world class midgets coming back. Yeah. And Next something week. along the lines of, yeah, we never get to see these guys very often. You know, these are really, really talented, most talented midgets in the world. It's going to be really exciting. I don't want to turn into yeah, that. They're going right to have the Shawn Michaels of midgets. And granted, as far as I know, El Torito, most, most little people wrestlers prefer to be called midgets. Yeah, Especially because this is a carny business. They're but damn, considering this is 1988 and considering Indian and Destroyer Samoan, everything was just laid on so thick. So hard. No remorse. Yeah. God, fuck that Samoan Joe guy, bro. Like, for real? Yeah, that's a fucking weirdo. They did a whole mission? Yeah. And he's on, like, fucking council? It's weird. Hot council? Strange. But yeah, that was AWA Championship uh, Wrestling. One thing that did catch my ears, one final note. There is an AWA championship committee. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's also AWA management and uh, (laughs) And AWA higher council. Hold on, hold on. Special advisor. Yeah, the AWA director of authority. 
special advisor to the management of the championship council. <laughs> Damn right. Oh, we're going to see that motherfucker, too. But yeah, yeah that we was... are going to see that motherfucker, too. American Wrestling Association Championship Wrestling from March 12th, 1988. Overall, I'd give this show uh, like a like a 375 out of 5. I enjoyed this show very much. Thoroughly. I am very glad that I made the decision to go ahead and just pick this show. I would probably give it... Oh, man. I mean... Alright. So... I have to give it two ratings. Because okay. I have to give it the pre-Samoan Joe knowledge and the post-Samoan Joe <laughs> Right? True. So, right. If I right give, I've changed the game. If I were to give it, uh, you know, just based off of the lineup, how I felt about this show after I watched it, before knowing that Samoan Joe was a fucking weirdo, I'd probably have given it, like, probably a 7.25. Right? Fair. But I feel like I can only give it seven. I <laughs> knocked off that point two five for for Weirdo Samoan yeah, Joe. Weirdo Samoan Joe. I yeah, mean, this I, Joe Famasaga guy. I didn't want to necessarily go, you know, six point seven five. I didn't want to go that. You know, it felt like too much. But yeah, Samoan Joe, we're a weird guy. Knocked off a quarter star. But I enjoyed this show a lot. Uh, I enjoyed this show much more than the older wrestling we watched two weeks ago i like the psychology better i like the presentation better uh the commentary is some of the best commentary i've heard recently i'm not gonna say ever but recently (laughs) yeah god damn it but yeah it i don't know i enjoyed this show a lot uh the d factors the rules are shit jerry lawler fucking sucks i don't care Fuck him. Uh, Samoan Joe. I, I mean, he's a Mormon. Whatever. I That doesn't bother me that much. He's a weirdo. He's a Mormon. The problem whatever. is the, the, the Mormonism isn't the problem. It's the everything else related to it. That's the problem. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, I would say before all that, or, or just in general, I would give this show like a 7.5 out of 10. Strong after, after all that, though. We'll go to seven point two five. We'll go to yeah, seven point two five. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But yeah, I enjoyed the show. This show, more commentary like this in the future, please. Fucking oh, man, the commentary was ace. It, simply it, take notes. Genuinely Everybody, so good. This genuinely might have been some of the best commentary that I've ever heard. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I didn't want to put least, it over like that since I don't. I don't want to say that ever heard, but definitely some of the best commentary since. I've started this podcast and started having to review different times and periods and yeah, I agree. all over the place. Wrestling commentary. You know, one of these days we're gonna we're gonna pop out one of those fucking uh those like nineteen oh six tapes. One oh day. god. Okay. One day. Bro, do you know the kind of shit they were getting up to back then, bro? You have no idea. Bro, we gotta find those I, I, shit they were getting up to. The the earliest match... stupid shit. Yeah, gymnastics tapes, yeah. Yeah. I think I think the earliest thing I've ever seen was nineteen fifty and that was for uh wrestling class. So I don't remember anything other than that. Pass that. Further. We gotta watch one of those gorgeous George matches, brother. Yeah, all the way back. Yeah. I'm trying to see some goddamn war propaganda wrestling. Need that actually. We gotta find uh, we gotta find our boy fucking uh Ricky Dozon. 
Yeah. True. I would like to watch him Ricky Joe's on shit. I would be down for that. We gotta see how this man single-handedly literally created Japanese professional wrestling. As a Korean man. Yeah, as a Korean. In Japan. Well, that that aside, I mean, like, I mean he had to, he, had to, he, he definitely himself, had to overcome some sort of racism. Like, There's no way. Well, well, yeah, obviously he got killed by the fucking yakuza. But my point is, he himself, like, it's not like he would have really had a, a partner to take the professional wrestling knowledge with himself. He himself would have had to train somebody, and then they would have had to start the wrestling business. Yep. So I, well, I'm interested to see how Ricky Dozan started the wrestling business in Japan. Yeah, one day we'll look into it. Yeah, we'll look into it. One day we'll do a special feature on it. Maybe we'll uh, watch a documentary or something. Maybe be pretty. Maybe cool. be pretty cool. But yeah, that was that. Now we're gonna, you know, break up the the vibe a little bit, change it up a little bit, and play another the second to last round of WWE Mad Libs World's Greatest Word Game book thing game that we do. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to do words real quick because people are fucking just painfully dumb. Yeah. Uh, yep, me adjectives, too. Adjectives describe stuff. Adverbs describe how you do stuff. Nouns are stuff and people and things and places. Which is stuff. Verbs are the things you do. Uh, places, figure it out. Everything else, figure it out. Yeah, gadzooks. God, fuck, figure it out. Gadzooks. So, the Mad Lib for this week is titled, Which Raw Registered? Superstar, are you? Part two. Mm-hmm. So, Max, Yo, what's give, up? Me, give me an adjective. Describe something for me. Uh, sweaty. Sweaty. It's hot in my room. I'm sweaty. Yeah, bro, I got the AC on. Damn right. Let me get a noun. Noun? Yep. Balls. 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 Damn sweaty right. balls, brother. I mean, sweaty balls? I like Look it. Look at that. It was a layup. Look at that. We got a plural noun. Plural noun? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah, you, you, first thing in my titties. Titties. Good old titties. Agree. We're going to be fucking blankets this time around? I don't know, man. Fuck. Maybe. We get another plural noun. Another plural noun? Yeah. God damn, bro. What was the prompt again? I already forgot. Which raw superstar are you? Which raw superstar am I? Plural noun? When did this come out? 2011? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 2011. Uh, Plural noun. 2011. What the hell was interesting in 2011? WWE. I was not watching, so I couldn't tell you. Uh, I have mixed feelings about the summer of punk, which I know is blasphemous, but I don't care. Um, Can I give you, can I give you context a little bit? Yes. Something to do with why someone would like you. Biceps. Biceps. Bring it back again, huh? Have you done biceps before? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we have, we've done biceps before. All I can think about is, you know, freaks and peaks, brother. Sorry. Freaks and peaks. True. Biceps right there. Are we getting an adjective? Max? I mean, describe something? Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah, uh describe my adjectives. My biceps. But your biceps? My adjectives, look at the adjective. Play. Describe, describe the adjectives. adjectives. <laughs> look at the adjective. Play. Yeah. Describe my uh, biceps. Your biceps are real. They're real 
built is built a good word i don't know mm-hmm. I mean, that's an adjective yeah i don't know i didn't want to go too basic and just say like sexy mm-hmm. that's a good word true we get a plural noun another plural noun yeah we're talking about people and shit bro people and shit fuck people bro i don't care about people oh god uh plural noun In the WWE. In the W people in the WWE? It's a context or it's yep. a plural noun in WWE. Plural noun in the WWE. Chairs. And stairs. Chairs and stairs match. Yeah, you know how it is. Damn right. T L C and stairs match. Mm-hmm. You got a noun. What well, noun? Yeah. Uh person place your thing uh let's go let's just go with the the ring the wrestling ring squared circle brother a circle the squared, squared the circle of squaredness verb verb me Rest, wrestling ah wrestling brother go on noun max uh trunks that's very versatile you can use that however you want that is wow that has a meaning there um i want to fill this one in but i'll take suggestions first can i get a place um i'm i i had one but we've already used it before I want to. I feel like it's also just a gimmick that we I use too much. I'm just a troll, honestly. The first thing I thought was up your ass, but it's <laughs> <laughs> better than mine. You know what? So, I mean, you know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a noun. Uh, Keys. Noun. Uh, another noun. A single, give me something like, a, like one word. One word? Or something really ridiculous. What's really ridiculous? Really ridiculous. Really, really, really ridiculous. I guess it should probably still be wrestling for the name. Maybe. It doesn't need to be. No, I know it doesn't need to be. Oh, man. Uh, single thing? Yeah. No, I don't want to bring that back. It's a good one, though. Shouts out to Kumjar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, oh, no. yeah, that wasn't even the craziest cum-related thing. No, it wasn't. Oh. My boy, the cum thief. Hey, uh, that's the <laughs> cum thief. What a based oh, idea. Anytime he defeats his opponent, steals their cum. Fifth grade first. However, that problem ended. Yeah, I'll do all that. My person got dragged in fifth grade. <laughs> Um, Went to the rehab clinic with Here Comes the Drugs. Yeah. Off the perk 30. <laughs> this fucking 10 year old on perks. All timer. All timer segment. It's you. Yeah, all timer. All timer segment. That was. Um, fuck. Noun. Uh, popsicle. I don't know, brother. Popsicle? I like popsicles. Popsicle sounds good as fuck right now. 
I'm going to fill this adjective. Okay. It's a long one. It's a very long adjective. Oh, huh? No. This man's busting out the vocab? Yeah. Yeah, it's going crazy. Is it your vernacular? Yeah, my lexicon is going stupid right now. Can I get an adverb? Next. Adverb. Yeah, I'm testing your, your ability to tell me what a goddamn adverb is. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, give me a second. Hold on. Can I get a little context? Uh, just describe an action. Is describe <sighs> how describe how someone would do something. And we're not doing smoothly. Hey, don't shit on smoothly, man. Uh, let's go. What's, how, what, what's a very distressful action? A distressful okay. adverb. What? Distressful. Uh, With urgency or uh, whenever you're fucking in, panicking, in, in, how would you describe your immediately? Panic? Immediately. Immediately. Good one. Does that work? Yeah, that works. I don't know why hard. adverbs are so hard for me. Because of describing an action. I don't know, man. Hey, maybe it's just because I can't walk. I'm gonna blame it on that. True. Fair point. Adjective. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry, here's, here's, here's a physical understanding of adverbs. Yeah, I, here's the thing. I only know about rolling. That's my only adverb. I mean, you could still like punch something hard and yeah, break my hand. Fuck no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Paper skin, <laughs> glass bones. An adjective. You yeah. want to, you want to describe something, brother? Yeah. Describe. Yeah, describe, describe something. A, describe a person. Describe a person. Yeah. Fucking fucked up. I don't know. I don't want to necessarily be, you know, too mean, but some people are just fucked up. I don't want to like roast any physical You're not wrong. but fuck, bro. Some people not just wrong. look at it like, God damn, bro, what happened? But you know, just I, I filled in a place. Okay. And the final, the final insert, a verb ending in ing. A verb ending in ing. Yep. Something ing. Like talking, uh, fucking, sucking. You know what? We, we, we were talking gooning, about bluffing. <sighs> fucking gooning. Now you're putting gooning. Edging. He's gooning. Edging. You're doing gooning. Sounding, you're... you know. Gooning. Gooning, gooning brother, this gooning. shit. Marquis saying gooning at the start of the pod. That was definitely me. So fuck. Was that you? Yeah, I thought it was Marquis. My comedy. Show sure, it's fucking funny. We have the same brain, so it's like it's. I, I yeah, you guys are the same. It. You guys are the same old man. Don't fucking lie to me. Indeed. So, once again, this is quiz. Which raw superstar are you? Part two. If you answered mostly A's, you're just like John Cena. You're sweaty looking and cool as balls. True. You combine strength, leadership, and titties to get the job done. Titties? Yeah. Off I get titties to get the job done. Audiences love you for your witty biceps. Yeah. Damn right. If you answered mostly B's, you're just like Randy Orton. You're villainous and built in one of the most feared chairs and stairs in the WWE. Hold on. Hold on. Did they just call him Vegeta for like no reason? 
Like, for, like literally. Yeah. No uh, we've talked about for, that. For like no reason. You want to say yeah. no? It's just so unnecessary. Like they just. Man, whatever. <laughs> Marquise is fucking. Dumb. You did that. Continue. Y'all did that. <laughs> Sorry, that bought me, man. You are the master of the devastating finishing move, the wrestling ring. And, like a viper, you will wrestle oh, anyone who dares cross your trunks. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get in my trunk, son? Like a viper. Yeah, brother, viper. <laughs> Trying to get the viper out of my trunk, son? What? Get away from me. I'm gonna wrestle at you. Oh I'm gonna wrestle at you. I'm into the wrestling ring. Damn right. If you answered mostly C's, you are just like Chris Jericho. Your finishing moves, the walls of your ass. Yeah. And the popsicle tamer. Make your piece of That's shit awesome. kid living in Germany ass opponents tap out. <laughs> tap out immediately. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucking good, man. I'm sorry. You are one of the most fucked up athletes in your mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right. Dang, you're the best one. That's rough, buddy. That's awesome. And one of the most high gooning superstars of all time. <laughs> Oh, man. Damn right. The, if you, oh. if, once again, if you answer mostly C's, you're one of the most high gooning superstars of all time, Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho? I hate, Gunner, I hate that, goon I hate that these are. True. They're, Rocky they're guy, horny. Goon? Oh. They're horny, sense. but they're, but they're kind of accurate. <laughs> yeah. That's, that is accurate. Chris Jericho is a gooner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cr- yep, for sure. TL certified gooner. Crazy. <laughs> the act of gooning, yeah, not Chris Jericho. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. And that true. was Mad Libs, World's Greatest Word Game. Holy shit. Fuck. Fuck. Can't wait for next week's. Yeah. Jesus that one's Christ. gonna be fucking just unbelievable. It's gonna be big. Gonna, gonna really just let the chains loose. Look at the adjectives. Play. The big boys. I think it's an adverb or something. Yeah. I think it's a verb. What? Who cares? You're wrestlers. I'm not expecting a goddamn what? ELA lesson here, brother. Like, come on. Yeah, true. Hear that. Well, I guess that means it's now time for the main event of the 68th episode of the Taking Liberty Wrestling Podcast, where this week we begrudgingly watched. TNA against all odds. All right, brothers. So I, I got to peel back the curtain a bit. Um, well, one, don't ask me shit about this pay-per-view because I barely watched it. <laughs> yeah. I watched it very begrudgingly mm-hmm. this morning. Losing sleep for it. Very yep. upset because of that. And I watched it on two times speed. <laughs> You mostly perusing my phone, but I stopped when I wanted to watch something. And I watched like the last half of the main at regular speed because it was getting very absurd. So, you know, you know, if, if there's something I, I if there's something I remembered, I'll speak up about it. But uh, don't expect a whole lot out of me this time around. I'll let you boys handle TNA. Uh-huh. Yeah, enjoy the break. Thank you. 
I'm gonna do this one of these fucking times. I'm gonna make y'all fucking do it for me. Uh, February, yeah. February 12th, 2006. Christian Cage rolls up to Studio 21 in his Porsche. Mm-hmm. Like a bitch. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett arrives in his big fuck-off red Hummer. Yeah. With Gail Kim. <laughs> riding together. Yep. Mm-hmm. More, one, more than one way. Damn right. Uh, Scott Demore has the tape from Alex Shelley. Eric Young is being forced by Scott to hide what he knows about Sting. Yeah, he's like, oh man, this tape is so fucking... Alright, I did watch this. So he's like, oh yeah, this tape is so fucking good. That's hot fucking... as fuck. Like, bro, Alex Shelley, he did fucking good work. I just want to fucking suck him off with the scar. Bro. He did. You know, he did secrets. Oh my god. I want to tell him I'm Mussolini and Hitler, and I love him. See this, bro? Oh my god. And he's like, he's like, oh, and Jeff Jarrett's like, oh, well, goddamn, how good work there, Scotty. Oh yeah, goddamn, well, we're gonna yeah, figure no, this no, out. No, no, no. We're gonna figure this all out. And then, uh, so Eric Young. He's like tapping him like a child, trying to tell him something. He's like, Jeff, he's, he's Jeff. Like, see? Hey, so, Jeff, yeah, Jeff, Jeff. Like, yeah, yeah. Sting, hey, buddy. Sting, what? I need Sting's not gone. Sting's not gone. It's kind of like, what the hell are you talking about, man? Yeah. And then, you know, Scott Demore was giving him the sign, you know, stop, fucking stop cut it. it. Stop fucking it. cut Shut it. Shut the fuck up, idiot. It, yeah, and Jeff Jarrett's like, well, listen here now, son. You know, I'm telling you right now. Telling you, you know, that man Sting, he's gone. You know, he, he, he came in here and he realized that he had nothing. Um, me, Jeff Jarrett. Sting is gone. Right? Just, oh, just, just go ahead and repeat it. Out of here. Go ahead and repeat right it. Out. Here. Sting is gone. Right? Sting is gone. Sting is gone. Yeah. Still looking around for him. Sting is gone. Yeah. Uh, so we get the opening promo package. Christian Cage is a mid Carter. Average pyro display. They just love fucking getting to say WWE on this show. They oh, say WWE dude, I, I'm going to gripe on it every single time. I'm going to actively shit on Mike tonight every single time he does it. Well, I mean, even in this, you know, he... Christian, Christian Cage said, does it. I, did, I, I didn't leave WWE. I, 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 I got the big money in WWE because I, I you know, didn't have the one thing I, I really wanted. The NWA World Heavyweight Championship. The most prestigious title in the history of this business. Yeah, and they show that fucking, that old man champions parade from like three years ago. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Bro, I'm sorry. Who In 2006, who cares about Harley Race? Nobody. The average TNA fan, bro. The average TNA fan probably barely even knows who he is. These these are dudes who are like, yeah, Ring of Honor is cool. He made the headbutt, bro. Yeah, he shouldn't have, and I'm sure he regrets it. He did. Very much so. Sorry. Well, someone else would have done it, so you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, average pyro display, not anything too crazy. And uh, I I looked up, I went and took a look. Mm -hmm. This show garnered thirty five thousand pay per view buys. Wow. Only 10,000 less than last month. I'm Only. Surprised. Only. And 5,000 more than the average. Yeah. And... Okay. I'm surprised they were above average. No gate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well no shit. <laughs> yeah, they should be barely any money. Yeah. Uh, so we get straight into the action opener. Austin Aries and Roderick Strong versus The Naturals. Skip this match. I skipped to the finish of this match because I had no interest in watching two dudes who I'm still not or even fucking sure assigned with this company versus the call. They're not. So, I mean, yeah. the thing that's confusing me is like they're getting more TV time and like Eric or Austin Aries is them. getting a whole gimmick Court, now. Courting them. But like, what the fuck's going on? But yeah, I had no interest in watching uh, big fucking weirdo Austin Aries with. Cool guy Roderick Strong versus Cause. Yeah, you know, I say cool guy Roderick Strong. I, I specifically noted my, and the first thing I said was, 
you know, Roddy Strong wearing the blue tights tonight. Yeah, they look good. Looking a lot better yeah. than usual. Yeah. Like, Roderick Strong in this match actually looks like Roderick Strong to me. Yeah. Because every other time I've seen him, he looks like the dude from fucking MCW who was the frat fucking president. <laughs> he got knocked over by a midget. Damn. Yeah. He's that guy. That's true. He's Kevin. Yeah. That's true. So, uh, some of the Naturals tandem stuff wasn't super terrible, so that was nice. Uh, Douglas goes for an assisted house show dive, but simply just doesn't do it. Uh, Stevens goes up top and does an understandably apprehensive shooting star press to Aries and Strong on the floor. Did it look like shit? Yeah, oh, it looked like absolute yeah, looked, shit. looked very bad. Uh, skipping looked forward really, really after bad. Chase Stevens gets heated on for like fucking 10 minutes. Uh, uh, hot tag, Andy Douglas, he super fucks on both of them, gets Roddy up top and Ronis him off. Landing a senton on Aries across the ring, gets a two. Steven comes back to help Douglas and Aries gets a sneaky roll up, grabbing the ropes. Rudy Charles actually sees it and calls off the pin. And then Aries takes a natural disaster and he loses the match. The natural's win. I it just didn't make any sense to me why they would lose. Personally. Finish looks like shit. Or at least it's, I don't know. it's I don't, fucking I don't know it, awful. I don't know if it usually well, looks probably like shit. Well, it's probably because it did in the corner. I don't know if it usually looks like shit, but this time it really looked like shit. No, it's it, I mean I've it's been watching the anyway. since I've no, been it's here. Not. It's not it's it not great. Really bad. Yeah. But what's it called? I again just don't understand why the Naturals are winning this. Because they're former NWA World Tag Team champions and these guys aren't signed. Because I'm sure they're gonna What Bro, but they're not on TV. Who who because, cares? Because they still own these motherfuckers. Because they're the only fucking motherfuckers who aren't really involved with Planet Jarrett. And or Larry Zabisco. Babyface tag team that isn't Team 3D. Yeah. So, I mean, God. Team 3D is occupied right now. So I'm sure the Naturals are probably going to face, like, Team Canada or something. I'm skipping that match. I'm not watching that match. And then we're going to go to AMW. And then by that point, Team 3D will be the champion. So it's going to be Naturals versus Team 3D. So, yeah. You know, we're just going to make sure the rounds. Got, and then we all cry. Yeah, sure we got great booking ahead yeah uh can lax get the belts please no because they're they're busy doing stupid bullshit yeah yeah i want to i i'm uh, this fucking company speaking of the future today and West run down the remaining card for tonight on the pre-show there's a bisco announces that this main event is not gonna have any motherfucking bells and whistles no no interference no nothing which is a very huge lie what the claim such a lie. lie Those words did come out of his mouth. He, he said that repeatedly. He, he, he said, said the whole show telling people, don't fuck with the main event. Yeah, he he would literally cut people off. Like, hey, that, hey, that's really, really great. Don't fucking mess around in the main event or I will fire you. Which I was like, oh, he's doing his job. That's um, cool. Except I know um, he's not going to do his job later. Fuck this company. At one point later in the show, Mike Tanay said something just so stupid. So upset. I'll just say it now. It's about probably, I think it's either right before the main or the semi-main. But he was like, yeah, you know, TNA constantly always bringing you hot, fresh, just innovative, great professional wrestling. He basically just, he's basically just saying, yeah, we give you guys banger after banger after banger. And I was so upset because he just lied straight to my face. His job. I I was mad. Would you have felt better if Don West was the one who said it? No. Maybe, considering Don West is the infomercial salesman. So he probably could have put some, some sort of spin on it. Some sauce? Yeah. 
You know how it goes. It's unfortunate how it goes. JB Jeremy Borash, sex god, base god, is backstage with most of Planet Jarrett. Uh, Chris Harris talks some shit, and JB turns to Scott Demore, and he makes Gail Kim apologize to him since he procured that tape that will ruin Jackie Gata's life. Yep. This is when Larry Zabisco comes in the locker room, and he makes it very abundantly clear that anyone who interferes will be fired, canned, and unemployed. And then he said, I'm lying. I'm lying to I'm you. a lying I'm little a, filthy... I'm, I'm a dirty a, little lying boy. I'm a worker. This is how we do it in the business. I am lying to you. Right now, to your face with a smile. Yeah. Fuck you. So we get back to the action. Uh, more tag shit. Uh, Alex Shelley versus Petey... Okay, I thought it was Alex Shelley versus Petey Will. I thought it was an exhibition shootout. Which it basically is. I, this match was so fucking confusing. It's a, okay, 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 not, okay. So, okay, I, so this match is Alex Shelley versus Petey Williams versus Jay Lethal versus Matt Bentley with Tracy. It's an X Division shootout, but it's one fall to a finish, so it's not. They were still tagging. Yeah. You literally have to tag in. Yeah, it's an X Division shootout, but it's one fall to a finish. Oh. <sighs> This, Just, is, this is the innovative, fresh, hot, like, new wrestling. This is like the third thing that they just slapped the word X Division Shootout on. Well, yeah, an X Division Shootout is any, is any procurement of four men or more that are X Division stars. Sometimes, sometimes it's three men. Could it be two? Here's this X Division Shootout. <laughs> I... Yeah. It, so, it may it, it's it's not logical. It makes no sense. It's not innovative. It's boring. I literally don't care. Sorry, this shit pissed me off so much because this match sucked. Because of that, because uh, if you just do a fatal four way with these four guys, it would have been a lot more maybe entertaining. It would be so much more entertaining because, like, excluding Matt Bentley, I like the other three guys in this match a lot. Yeah, you could have the same effect. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, Max. But no, you're good. No, no, that's that's really all I had to say. Where it's like, you know, instead of making it an X division shootout where they have to tag make it a fatal four-way wow the other guys can just powder out so other guys can do their spots or the other dudes can agree ringside because it's a fucking no disqualification match and then everybody yeah, gets every equal time no disqualifications yeah, now look by default every multi-man match is no disqualifications so the only positive thing yeah. i really took from this match is that the crowd really likes Jay Lethal and that makes yeah, you really they happy. Do. Oh my god, they were so hot for Jay Lethal. They are very behind him. I don't know if he's behind officially. He is. Yeah, he's he is. fine. Yeah, yeah. They, they love this fucking guy. They fucking want to see him succeed. And honestly, that makes me happy because I like Jay Lethal. So, at least at this point in time. I think it's important to bring this up here, but, uh, you know, Petey Williams. Oh god. Kind of a kind of a fucking degenerate. Pervert, you need to stop saying possibly. kind of. No, he's a full on like. I mean, he's a he's pseudo a, rapist. All right, so brother, he sexually assaulted Tracy yeah, he actually, five he actually times now. Assaulted her tonight. All right, there Fuck. is all right, there is no kind of about it. However, yeah. and God damn it, I do not want to sound like that guy, but I, I I'm going to. Tracy decided to distract. Petey Williams, the yep. guy who she knows for a fact is a sexual deviant. Specifically for her. Because he does not do this her. to anyone else. Yeah, no, he doesn't. It's her. She decides to distract him 
with horniness by shaking her titties at him. Yeah, she her decides, very, very barely covered she titties. Just decides to, she decides to distract him with horniness. She decides she decides to be a cop tease. That's literally what her distraction is. Yeah, then he is. comes over, fucking get yeah, some. and then he fucking goes and assaults her. But like. In front of everybody. You know, it's not as bad as that one time where he fucking smacked her ass multiple no, times. No, it's not. Damn near had his hand up her ass. No, it's not. But... It was close. Genuinely. Grabbed her by the back of her head. Genuinely. What did she expect? For Matt Bentley to stop him a lot earlier than that. Maybe. She looked really scared. I mean, to be fair, she always looks like she just is scared or never wants to be there. But yeah. Well, yeah. I don't want to be there if I have to be goddamn Matt Bentley's side piece. Yeah. Hear that, but yeah, like this shit is so weird. It's always weird. I don't know why Petey Williams is a fucking sexual predator. I don't know either. What? Why is everyone? Why is everyone in TNA very problematic? Because TNA is problematic. Everyone's either fucking dumb as brick, horny, determined, wrestling with concussions, but not okay. Committed. They're, They're committed. They're determined, but they're not okay. They're definitely not okay. <laughs> they're, they're committed to pretending they're okay. Yeah. They're horny. They're racist. They're homophobic. Everyone's xenophobic. Just, everyone is just problematic for like no reason. All of them. Yep. Super weird. Uh, it really it's very bothers, weird. It bothers me to think about the fact that Jay Lethal here in this match is 20 years old. They said that the God. age for the people of this match was 23 years old. How, how, so how old are you, wild. I am 23 years old. The mm. oldest person in this match was 26. Matt Bentley. Yeah. Old bastard. Fuck. 26 already passed his prime. Fuck. Not even Michael Shane anymore. Not even ripping off his cousin. Actively. But, I mean, you say that, but brother. The crowd was Bentley bouncing. They were about to fuck. Well, yeah, he. I mean, he, he got bro. Him. That's because he got into the crowd and did it with him. I think. All right, but now I think that they are realizing that this thing is actually a thing that's over. Because yeah, he got in like. All right, don't get me wrong. Because yeah, that look you gave me, I hate it. I detest the Bentley bounce. I detest Matt Bentley. But it's over with this crowd, this audience, these. Fucking fools in Universal in Studios. A, fucking the geeks. These geeks in the pit. It's over with them. Remember that time fucking Tracy did a goddamn lead assault off the top of the cage. Yeah, it was cool. Sorry, Bentley bounce, and the crowd loves the Bentley bounce. You know what I'd rather see? Tracy and Gail Kim. You say. You know what I, I would rather see? Tracy and Gail Kim in shark oh, cages God. dancing. I mean, oh, true. But, Stop. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to see women's wrestling. Yeah, you got like two more years, bro. Yes. I know. I know. I'm going to say it every fucking podcast till it happens. Yeah, we'll rip yeah, you, I mean, kid. Yeah, at least we are legitimately past the point where Russo only had women on the show when they were dancing in cages. Half naked, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also forgot to mention, but Alex Shelley with the undercut and the half blonde. Sick. Looking crazy. This is this is Alex Shelley. Unfortunately, Chris Sabin with blonde smacked ass. That guy needs to fucking do something about that. Not for a long time. Yeah, he'll eventually grow it out though, and it'll be like awesome. Yeah. Then I'll I'll be hailing Sabin again. But this is not his look now. Is not it. It's so bad. 
Williams and Shelly were together the shit on Lethal a good bit until they start disagreeing about who's going to beat his ass. Uh, yeah. Hot tag to Bentley. Attempted tower, doom spot. Shelly ends up powerbombing Petey Williams. It's his tag partner. Yeah, and apparently. The, the schmoz creates a quadruple down, so all four men are down. Uh, the crowd is super fucking ultra mega hot for Jay Lethal when he comes back. Big shine. Jackie Gator storms through, pr- confronts pervert Alex Shelley, you know, the guy who fucking filmed her doing something. Yeah. Probably dirty. Yeah. Uh, she slaps him, starts assaulting him, which distracts Petey Williams long enough for uh, Bentley to escape the Canadian Destroyer, and then Lethal takes advantage and quickly covers Petey Williams to win the match. Yep. Woo. <sighs> Jay Lethal with his fucking dirty ass tights gets the one on pay-per-view. His first pay-per-view appearance, I think. Uh, pretty sure, yeah. His ass is still dark gray compared to the rest that's, like, silver. Did, did he not get jabroni on a pay-per-view once? I don't think so. He might Maybe. have, but I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I agreed. I think one of the early Joe matches. It was on TV. Yeah, yeah he's... I'm pretty sure he's the right because Jay Lethal got, like, a whole bunch for no reason on TV. JB Jeremy Borash is backstage with Rhino. Uh, he still thinks he's not a piece of shit. He grew up seeing his friends die on the wrong side of Eight Mile. He's fearless and shit, oh, but his God. kids are still in Germany and they don't love him. Yeah, so sorry. Larry Zabisco comes through and tells Rhino, "Do not interfere in the fucking main event." And uh, Rhino slaps himself while Larry's talking. It definitely scared the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> jump scared him. I mean, I saw it. Oh, I was like, "What God. the fuck is he doing?" It honestly, it looked like Rhino was tweaking. I mean, he might have been. He might have been because he was on some timing tonight. I mean, to be fair, he's a fucking drunk piece of shit. He knows so. he knows he's about to do tonight. Could have been on the sauce. I don't know. Could have been. Uh, then we get the promo package for the upcoming match. All I gotta say is, damn it, Conan, that was my daddy. My daddy. That was my daddy. <laughs> How could you do that, Conan? That, that was my daddy. That shot at the end of the promo package of Bullet Bob through the fucking screen oh, door. Bro. Bro, I how low said, down fucking blue collar American can you get? I laughed so hard that I rewinded because I heard it still at two times speed. <laughs> so I had to, I laughed so hard and I rewinded it just so I could hear it at one time speed. That shit was fucking. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, so we have the uh, Latin American exchange with Conan versus the kinda, James gang. Kinda. This is like, yeah, rest in peace, Apollo. He's finally like, dead. This is like yeah. LAX version 0.8. We're still not even on version 1 yet. No. Nope. They, they have not figured it out yet. They're trying so hard. <laughs> they're trying. And they're not even doing yeah. anything. No. No, which sucks because oh, they bro, rule. So... Yeah, but this is not. So I'm, Yeah, this I don't was bad. What happened. All I remember is Apollo. He got fired, or yeah, probably yeah. for drugs or something, something like that. Yeah, and uh, now we got random guy who we've never seen until this very moment. Nope. Machete, machete. Yeah, machete. Yeah, a guy uh, takes his place straight out of the Bronx. Yeah, and uh, I, this theme. Hold on, this theme was ass. First off, there both themes. Both themes were are terrible. Uh, but yeah, the LAX. I was just like this going on bro like why why is this so difficult just 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 simply figure it out yeah hire hernandez get supermax yeah yeah for real or even fuck just let it be conan and homicide until you can figure it out honestly 
Uh, but yeah, LAX don't give a single shit about BG and Kip taking the talking about the bowler bullshit. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, blah 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 blah. Don't care. Bi jizzle, ki pizzle, ki pizzle, fucking goddamn bang, gang. Got him. Yeah. You know what? Get it. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you don't want to hang, good. Yeah, if you don't want to hang with the James gang, it's over the hang, bro. Oh, also on commentary, even in fucking two times speed, I could clear as day here, Mike today say, "Oh yeah, the former road dog and the former Billy yeah. Gun of no, the." No, no. He said everything very slowly. He said the former road dog BG James, the former Billy Gun Kip James, and the former New Age Outlaws. The they James came, gang. They came to TNA and he fucking did all this shit. Yeah, they're former WWE team. Tag Team Champions. And oh they're part of D Generation X. You know, they worked with Triple H. They worked with Shawn Michaels. They worked with Vince McMahon in the God. in the corporations. They were with War, why don't you? Uh, Six Pac, X Pac, Shawn Waltman, Six. Don't forget they, the fucking part of the Click: Hulk Hogan, NWO, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Scott Steiner. Yeah. Don't forget to fucking tickle Vince's balls. <laughs> his grapefruits yeah yeah today really needs out. to stop with this WWE shit man uh, Homicide and Kip have a stare down on the size difference was incredibly funny yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have done this I, I, why is a baby face over Tower of the Hill if I were Homicide I wouldn't have fucking agreed to do this like bro I wouldn't agree to this match bro we know what's up like there's no I agree literally see this bro uh, Kip almost ended Homicide's life with a messy gut wrench problem, but he was nice enough to completely redo it and not kill yeah. him because he could have ended his life with it. Could have, could have killed him, but he he just power muscled him up, did a proper doctor bomb. Yeah, instead of killing him, uh, 10A starts recounting how LAX beat up Bullet, Armstrong, Bullet Bob Armstrong as if he's on Fox News. God damn, that's my daddy. He was talking about these 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 Latinos beat up this old this nice old white man who was very kind and, and gentle and <laughs> and was you know a, a a great part of the community that everybody loved and these damn filthy low down. You see this man. You see these people. You see, they're not white. I didn't catch that. That's hilarious. God, I'm sure that's how he talked about it. He was talking about like it was goddamn George Zimmerman. That's that's I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I need not say more. BG hits the pump handle on Machete to win the match, and then Conan attacks yeah. BG immediately after the fall is made. Like, the, the bell hasn't even rung yet. He's already on his ass. Blackjack. Blackjack. Bop. 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 Also, so even in two times speed, they rang the shit out of this bell, right? So I noticed, because the first time it happened, I just was like, God damn, that went on for a while. Yeah, they are. I counted. Even at two times, I counted the number of strikes. Twenty-two strikes. So in real time, that's like 10, 15 seconds of just hitting the bell. That's pretty crazy. The best man. part is that as all this chaos is, is ensuing, Bullet Bob appears, fresh out of hospital, and they fucking run away. Yep. Yeah, they did. This like seventy-year-old man. Makes them all run off like coward bitches. That's because that's his daddy. That's my daddy. Guess who cares? Not me. Not Just them. Fucking me. Just them. Yeah. Maybe Tane, because he's a goddamn mark. He, shit. I'm sure Tane back in the day was watching goddamn Bullet, Bar Bullet oh, Bob and goddamn Sportatorium going crazy, going, yeah, I'm going to write this shit down. Call me the professor. Something like that. Call Old me the professor. Bastards. Slick. Johnson, the referee, is concerned the main event doesn't have an official. Was there, was there no referee signed for the match tonight? Uh, 
Larry. You know, uh, when I worked in WCW, I had 85 main events on my resume. And, you know, and Larry says, listen here, pal. I don't give a shit about your fucking WCW resume. This is TNA. Even though they very much do because they suck off everything about WCW. But I don't give a shit about that because I do have an official sign for tonight's match. All, when I saw oh, this, God. all I could think is, holy shit, what a fucking weird storyline to add. Why the I fuck agree. do I care about Flick Dick Johnson not Spider-Man being upset? Well, I don't, why do I care about him being upset that there's no official sign? Why do I as a viewer care that there is allegedly no official sign for the main event? When realistically... By the time we get to the main event, of course there's gonna be someone fucking officiating the match. Are we are we serious? Respect for the sport. This is dumb. TNA fans respect the sport, bro. This shit's real, man. No, it's don't. still real to me, TNA. No, You've seen the fans. No, they don't. Yeah. Those people do not respect the sport. Yeah. They just they just want to get popped. Yeah, so let's go tell not them in a good way. Fuck up and he leaves. We yeah, I for tonight, and I honestly well, had no clue who it was. I thought we were gonna finally get a payoff, and then we. I thought it was gonna be Dave Hebner. He was right there. That's what I. He said. was standing right next yeah, to him. Thought we were gonna I get agree. a payoff. Sorry, no, we're not. We'll, no, we're not. We'll, what what Actually, we get later though? We're getting a swerve. We're getting we're getting a good old Rusto, brother. Really gotta, like, de- I need to like go into like the Observer or something. I really got a deep dive as to when. Vince Russo signed with the company because I can't find it just trying to fucking watch the product. No, I can't find it just clicking links on on YouTube. They don't give me specified or, or on Google. They don't give me specified answers. I need I need Meltzer or Alvarez or somebody to say yeah. This is this I mean, signed. Yeah, I, signed. I, I, according to Wikipedia, Marquise, it says that he fucking signed in two thousand two and then left and then came back in around July of two thousand six. <sighs> Couple months. See, that sounds like bullshit. Or, or, hold on, hold on. Last, with the booking of the last, like, three to four months, that sounds like absolute bullshit. It, it, it TV, says, insane. it says on here, on the prowrestling.fandom.com wiki, on September 21st, 2006, it was announced that TNA president Dixie Carter has hired Russo to be a part of the new TNA creative team, replacing Mike Tanay. Mike Tanay is doing this? Yes, Mike Tanay is on creative. We we talked about this. This is No 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 no. But like I thought, you know, Russo comes in as head of creative. I know Mike um, Tanay, I know Mike Tanay is on the creative team, but is is he head of creative right to, now? So to my knowledge, what it says here, uh replacing Mike Tanay and Scott Demore. Dutch too. And we'll be booking along with Jarrett and Dutch Mantel. So Dutch, so Jarrett, Damore, yeah, and Tanae are booking TNA it. right now. Those are the four bookers. Those are the four creative minds. Well, they're doing terribly. Between the four, oh, there's no less shit. Than five brain cells. And they're replacing him with fucking Vince Russo. So, yeah. His first booking occurred at the September 25th bookings of TNA Impact, according to the wiki. Terrible. Yeah, I... Yeah, so that's when Vince Russo comes in. So we've got five months, a couple Six months. months? Yeah, clearly they yes. have adopted his terrible practices. Yeah, no shit. No, no wonder WWE sucked. Anything at the wall. 
yeah. yeah, and none of it's sticking because they're not. The problem is that they're they're committing to all the wrong things. Also, where does Shannon Moore go? Who cares? Uh, bro, he who cared about Shannon Moore in the first place is the question. Yeah, but why was he here and then why did he disappear? And why does AJ Styles not give a shit about him anymore? And why did he have a problem with AJ Styles specifically? Like, there's no in storyline reason for any of this. It's all just we needed a reason for Tanahashi to lose. Things just happen. That's not good wrestling. Yeah. When things just happen every week, that's not well, good. It's not even just about being wrestling. It's just like it's just like if you're reading a story and like you're introduced to the main character and then they're fighting the monster and then they're being defeated by the monster and then they're meeting their best friend and then their best friend is actually a wizard lord, but like their best friend is actually their mom. So like <laughs> things just happen there's no actual narrative there's no arc through any of this bullshit that sounds that sounds interesting to me okay yes but i'm sure my bro and my mom i'm sure it'd have been better if there was an arc things just happen and that, you tell me there's no arc in finding out that your best friend is a wizard lord and your mom yes but that's a I lot just, of personal I just, growth i just put down points yeah and i made them cohesive in my mind you know why? Because I have a fucking brain. Yeah, but I mean, mm. the thing is, as a consumer, you shouldn't have to Consume. do that. You shouldn't have to piece shit together. Headcanon? You shouldn't have to headcanon the story, bro, for it to make well, any I, sense. With TNA, I don't bother because I'm just a viewer. Yeah, but we are consuming it. Yeah, yeah but it's kind of against our own will. Yeah. Yep. No, it is. So back into the action, we have Sanjay Dutt and Chris Sabin. Can't believe he wasn't on the tour. I, <laughs> I am genuinely listening for it. Oh, me too. Every week, I'm always listening. I mean, for the I, I think the three of us are every week. I I uh, put it on one X again. Oh yeah, I, I put it. I I. So to, to just so everybody knows, I watch TNA on one point five minimum every time. I put on. Oh, I watched the show fucking straight, baby. To be fair, I've been, You're I've been watching crazy. it straight for months, and then I was just. Yeah, I've been watching it straight for a while. I, I've, I've yeah, you guys are so crazy. Beat, and I was like, hey, yeah, two X, brother. And I I, I will put it. I'll put it on one. On, almost popped on the. I only. Chrome I only sped up the main event. I because that's where sped I sped up. I what's it called? I skipped all the I, fucking uh, bullshit. Well, I I've only put I only put on one X for the AJ Styles shit. If I'm being honest. Or whatever I think I will want to watch. That will be not shit. Hear that? Yeah, hear that. So yeah, I this was it. Yeah, to watch this entire show. So no, I, I fuck. We weren't either, but yeah, gotta do it. But yeah, we got Sanjay Dutt and Chris Saban versus America's Most Wanted for the NWA World Tag Team Championships. Uh, Sanjay's ring jacket, super dope. Yep. And apparently, <laughs> and I, I didn't notice this when we were watching TNA last week, but apparently Chris Sabin fucked up his ankle real bad in the uh, the yeah. finals of that tournament. And he wasn't selling it at all. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't remember him getting hurt. So I was like, I why is he saying that he got hurt? Well, they showed the replay of it, but like, they showed when the it happened in the match, I didn't read that as an injury. Well, they showed the yeah. replay of it, but the thing is, he didn't sell it when it happened. He didn't exactly. sell it during that match. Yeah, he didn't like sell it during this match. My thought was when they showed that clip was that they picked a random moment in that match that looked like he got hurt and then just well. made it work. That's what I was thinking yep, as well. I agree. I agree. They saw the tape and said, "Damn, yeah, that's that crazy. crazy." Yeah. Oh, you're hurt now. Yeah. 
We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put tape on your ankle for because the spot. he got up and it's not like he grabbed his leg. It's not like he started. I just kept working. And he walked. There was no limp in his step to the ring. I was like, all right, no. this is fine. Which is crazy because when he was in the ring during his entrance, Don was just like, oh, he's kind of limping. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. You're lying. This is actually a bull. This isn't even working. This is a bull face yeah, lie. Yeah, kind of lying to me. If he was actually limping, it'd just be a work. Yeah. Crazy. Uh. Chris Harris spends a bunch of time working on Saban's ankle. He pulls his kick pad down to reveal the wraps on his on his ankle and starts working the shit out of it. And then uh, Saban collapses in the corner. Hot tag to Sanjay. Harris att- attempts the catatonic, and Sanjay does lucha shit to avoid it. Gets out of it. Messy crucifix cover for two. Sanjay follows up with a standing shooting star for another two. Looked very nice. Better than the other one earlier in the show. Yeah, well, yeah, this brother. guy's actually able to do a shooting star. Oh, I know. I like Sanjay Dutt a lot. He's yeah, very I think good. I think Chase Stevens should uh, not ever do that again. Agreed. Especially because he, I could tell that he didn't want to do it when he did it. But uh, yeah, Storm, James Storm crushes Saban's ankle with the the feet of the barricade, like the 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 part that's on the ground, just fucking mm-hmm. slams it on him. Uh, super good kick, spot. Super kick it. to Sanjay from Storm, and then a death sentence puts him away. Saban saves Sanjay's life after the match. Uh, so after they get the win, they retain the titles. Harris and Storm set Sanjay up in the corner in the handcuff. Oh him, yeah. And they get a chair and he's like, Oh, we're not even we're not even close to done, son. They get the chair. And as they go into fucking I mean, I presume they were going to attempt to murder Sanjay Dutt on pay per view. Because they're, awesome. they're gonna brain him with this chair. I mean, he's coming with full swing as hard as he could. I was honestly very confused because I skipped this match as well. I skipped right. toward the finish. And I skipped forward a bit, and the next thing I know, Sanjay is looking like he's in a BDSM chamber. I was like, what's going on here? Fifty Shades of Sanjay. Yeah. But yeah, as uh, as Harris winds up the big chair shot to the head, Saban grabs a chair and fucking scares him off with it. And they run away. Still champions. Save Sanjay's life. Yeah. Yep. Pay me, your, pay me half of your next tour. Pretty much. Not me, it wouldn't be going oh. on. So one thing, one thing I did want to mention, uh, we kind of talked about it pre-pod. James Storm looked unrecognizable to me. <laughs> like I, I genuinely thought that James Storm got hurt or something, because his face doesn't look like James Storm. Like I know that he gets progressively, like he ages in the next ten years pretty fucking fast, but like, goddamn, pal, he did not look this this pay per view specifically. He just did not look like James Storm to me. I'm like, who the fuck is this next to Chris Harris? This does not look right. Yeah, well, at least this isn't babyface James Storm with a fucking clean face. Oh, God. Okay. This shit's bad. Yeah, like two weeks ago, I had a full beard. I don't know why I shaved off the whole fucking mustache part of it. Now I just got the chin strap. Yeah. Fucking gross. I don't know why I did that. It's weird, but oh well. He's slowly morphing into the James that we love. Slowly. Surely. uh, Chris Harris is slowly getting off the cycle. Clearly. So then JB Jeremy Borash is backstage with Jeff Jarrett and Gail Kim. I've uh, I've pulled up this promo because I think it's better just listen to the, the oh. words of Jeff Jarrett himself uh, and God. others who will get involved in this promo. So give this a listen. Uh, of course, we'll be here reacting to it as it goes on. Thank you very much, guys. We are backstage. Later on tonight, it's Jeff Jarrett versus Christian Cage, the heavyweight championship bout tonight. Jeff, this has to be the toughest challenge to date going in 
You have to be feeling the pressure. I've got to be feeling the pressure. Jeremy Borash, it's become very Check obvious. Crowd. You're still a little mm -hmm. wet behind the ear. Because I'm not feeling the pressure. Christian Cage is the one who's got the weight of the world on his shoulders. Christian Cage made guarantees, made promises. Christian Cage's entire career, 12-year career, rests on one match. TNA management panicked. They have no more challengers. None. Christian Cage has to get the job done, or TNA management is going to have egg on their face once again. Larry Zabisco, he's running around here like a chicken with his head cut off. And what's he trying to do, JB? He's trying to assure that the best man wins. Well, I can assure you this. Get your special referee. Make sure no outside in. Oh, yeah, baby. I could care yeah, bro. She's chewing that shit, though. Trusty Equalizer. Equalizer. And the king what the hell was that? We're going to walk in the, the champion. And I can the guitar. Was a hand. I'm going to be walking out. Yeah, it was the fucking. Oh my god. The alpha Did you see this? Monty Brown, I'm sick and tired of you disrespecting me. You're going to do it for the last time busting my interviews. I know what you're going to say. Hell, the whole world knows what you're going to say. You're the alpha male. You're from the Serengeti. You don't like to be hunted. You like to be the hunter. Before the night's over, somebody's going to feel the... Ow! I'm <laughs> I know what's eating at your crawl. I'm going to shut your bitching up right now. When I beat Christian Cage, and I'm going to do it. You and only you get the What's next in the crowd, shot. Man? That's a guarantee, that's a promise, and Rough. I'm willing to shake on it. And I never, mm. ever go against my word. When I make every a time, and a promise, promise keep. it's every time. It's as good as gold. Every time. Made a promise he couldn't keep. Monty Brown takes off the glasses. Oh, he's got the hand out. The shaking hands. Yeah, man, it's going to happen, guys. It's not just going to happen next month at Destination X. Monty Brown, Jeff Jarrett. You got what you wanted, Monty. Yeah, not bad for his limited vocabulary. Tonight, Damn right. I will be watching. I'll be watching very closely. And then after that, the title will be coming to the Serengeti, where it's always belonged. All right, later on tonight, Christian Cage, Jeff Jarrett for the World Heavyweight Championship. Thank you, Jeremy. There's something I, I need to point out. Obviously, this is a podcast. You can't see it. I was going to bring it up during this segment specifically, whether we watched it or not. Uh, so we talked about the fucked up AWA sign in the back during AWA. Yeah. Well, for this pay-per-view, there is a <laughs> fucked up... Just fucking face. Yeah. So, so they've got... If you haven't seen it before, you know, the TNA logo back then, this is eventually the eagle that will go on uh, the TNA world title, I think, or looks like it. Um, and then you have an ace, and it's got fucking Christian Cage's head popping out of it, like it's like he looks like fucking Jesus in a Jesus. Well, yeah, dude, promo. this is this is TNA Double or Nothing. Oh, it's oh fucking Jesus! I was like, why does why why is Christian Cage the Messiah, the homophobic Messiah? Because God. he's the because with Sting gone, Christian Cage is the de facto number one babyface in the company, obviously. Yeah. Despite the fact he's a, just a mid-carter. Fuck Aiden and Ron Killings. Fuck him. Yeah, apparently. Also, my oh my god, uh, my very oh my god, was because fucking Monty Brown's arm 
looked incredible. Oh, he his needs arms to wear were incredible. The, that that fucking, fucking shirt he was wearing, the goddamn that like, fuzzy, fucking clearly very expensive muscle shirt. Yeah. Oh my uh, god. Fucking baby schmedium. Yeah. With the goddamn glasses on, the sunglasses and the goddamn. Oh, that was a look. And this beard. Very very few people can pull off sunglasses this guy, indoors. This guy looked like straight out of a goddamn like chronicles of riddick film bro very few people can pull off sunglasses indoors but monty brown is definitely one of them bro he's literally rocking a goddamn vin diesel look in real life yeah and it works for him he's it's, literally it's, he's a real life vin diesel movie character. It, it's a combination of vin diesel blade yeah and and then you just like throw monty animal brown. print and yeah monty brown. and then yeah that's yeah, monty brown yes that's awesome it's beautiful it's awesome it's because here's the thing when i talk about characters and promos and things like that a lot of people will try to think like i am very much into complicated characters simple characters could be very good if they're done correctly it's not hard to do something simple very correctly Brother, yeah dream was a very crazy. simple gimmick yeah exactly and it was done very well right it sucks that patrick clark is a fucking idiot and a thief yeah. and a terrible movie. person that's not, you know, so yeah, but no, that that's a that's a perfect example. Definitely, it's a perfect it. example. So yeah, if you do something simple and you do it very well, it can feel bigger than what it really is, and that's that that's good shit right there. That shows me that you know what you're doing, and Monty Brown knows what the fuck he's doing. Honestly, I'd say it's true marksman of a worker. If you can do more with less, and if you just try and do a whole bunch of shit. And maybe some of it gets over and some of it doesn't. But like pretty much everything that Monty Brez, Monty Brown does or says gets over. Yeah, he always gets a good reaction. Yeah. All the time. Because these people love him. How could you not? He's goddamn Monty Brown. I mean, we gush about him every time we see him. Be it the pounce, the Serengeti. Like it's, it's all over. It's time to come back. Yeah. I think so. It's time yeah. to get that world championship, dude. I'm sure his children are grown by this point. It's time to Please. come back. It, come Please. back. Come, dude, dude, I don't care. Go to fucking, fucking go to Impact. Go to Impact. Do it. Get, get go back home. Care, bro. Trying to get it. If Fuck Josh Alexander. Him, like, crazy, Just, bro. Dude, they would definitely put the title on him. Crazy. Are you a, kidding me? A, a, a fucking super high profile legacy wrestler for the company. It, yeah, they put that shit one, on him. TNA original should have yeah. should have been world champion a couple times. One of the... Uh, Fucking one of the highest, probably selling, most talked about wrestlers that they've ever had. Now that I think about it, Monty Brown is probably the only thing that could get me to like return to Impact if ever there was oh. a thing. Because bro, anytime I hear about Impact, I always hear, you know, they're doing good work, but like I can't be fucking bothered to care. Look, Man, I've Monty Brown seen came back for one more run, brother. I'm watching I... every episode. Yes, sir. I have seen some Impact stuff. I think Monty Brown could work incredibly well with a lot of the talent that they've got there. And I would pay, honestly, I, I don't think I'd pay for it. I already have Impact Plus, but, which fucking begrudgingly. Yeah, but you still want to pay for the pay-per-views individually, bitch. So I, I, I would go out of my way to watch Josh Alexander defend the Impact World title against Monty Brown. Yeah, well, there are all kinds of avenues to see pay-per-views for I would go, less, yeah, than that, it, that, less than zero. I would go out that, of my way to watch wrestling.to. Exactly. And get a way to watch this 
thing. Yeah, I would definitely had. love to watch Wrestling LA. Yeah, if it were to ever come about, I would definitely love to watch it. For sure. I just I miss taking vacations to Taima. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, great place. Great place. Uh, so the promo package for this next contest uses a promo James Mitchell cut like five months ago. Uh, fucking when these two had their first pay per view match. Yeah. The feud. It's yeah. time for this feud to end. This is like their fucking fifth match. Today should have lies. He lies. So we have Rhino versus Abyss with James Mitchell. Falls count anywhere. Uh, Tanae claims that this is their third match you've he, ever had. It. That's is, a lie. He is, he is actually lying. This is a fucking bullshit. Straight up lie. They've wrestled at They've least had five or six times. Five. So I, I, this is a match. Uh, there was a match to get to this match. Obviously, they had what wasn't Rhino's first match of this? Probably. I so think they so. Had that they wrestled on like at least two TVs. And they had and they, and they had tag that, uh, matches together. And they had like gauntlet. They were so against each other talking, gauntlet. Yeah, this, so we're talking like eight matches, probably. Yeah, they've been they've been face to face at least like ten times. This is what they think for about you TNA fans. They think they just lie to you boldly. The things that we see, like that's the thing. That's like what you said earlier about uh, if Chris Saban was at least limping, then yeah, it'd be working. He'd be working along with commentary. It's, no, but it's considering a there's a huge disparity between what I can literally see and what I'm hearing. They are lying. They're lying. Yep. They are. It's really fucked up. Old face liars. Yeah. Testify, my brother. So, yeah. They they immediately just go out to the fucking Rhino rushes the ring. They go outside immediately. Uh, Rhino is pussy. He he sends Abyss into the crowd and he pulls the barricade towards the ring because he's gonna he's gonna go up on the apron and and leap over the barricade onto Abyss in the crowd. I don't know how this yeah. felt for you guys. Uh-huh. This match felt so fucking long for me on two I put speed. I I put I put this on two X. Yeah, I was pretty, yeah, one point five. I put on two X. Pretty long match. I put this match on two times speed and was still like, God damn, how long are they gonna like? I put this match on two times speed and still had a a, a bit to skip to the end. It's like, God damn, yeah. what the fuck's <laughs> going on here? Oh, you know what? I just what I kind of realized. I think, and I know that this won't apply to you guys, but I just have to say it because there's an epiphany I had. Uh, I think AEW stole their fucking pay-per-view gimmick from TNA because this is literally what they do. They have their big monster crowd, crowd fucking surf match in the middle of the show. And I know that's probably a, a, a see, formula I would, most see, I would, use. I wouldn't know that because I haven't watched an no, I know. pay-per-view since... Yeah. But, I mean, no, yeah, I know. That's usually, yeah, that's like but, the TNA formula. It's to just. But that, they they really did just use the fucking TNA formula. God damn, pal, that's crazy. You just kind of sandwich the. Anyways. In the in the middle somewhere. Yeah. No, like I guess I should say the big crowd brawling because there's like a crowd brawling in every match in TNA, but the big crowd brawling like this. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. like I said, Rhino's up on the apron. He's he's preparing to do a, a big jump into the crowd. But as he mm-hmm. runs across the apron, he fucking full-on pussies out of it. Leaps yeah. down to the floor. The crowd's like, aww. Bitch. So then he fucking just hops over the, the barricade and jumps on him. Like an asshole. Yep. And the crowd's like, ah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah uh, and then I wrote here, I bet Rhino's kids haven't even heard of TNA. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bro, they're in Germany. They can't watch yeah, this shit. Yeah, exactly. 
They're oh, up man, in Germany. They fucking, fucking hate this guy. Their fucking quality of life must be so great right now. In Germany in 2006? Oh, yeah. They're having a great time. They're having a great time. Yeah, for sure. He has like five and six-year-old kids hanging out, going to German school. Yeah, they just do anything they want. Pretty cool. Uh, they work their way back to the ring. Rhino gets a trash can full of gimmicks, including an entire fucking trophy. Big old stand-up yeah, trophy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Uh, Rhino gets domed by a trash can. And Rhino does a giggy giggy gig gig giggy gigson yeah. on himself after a, a trash can. So I busted him open super hard. Yes. Aluminum. Yes. Aluminum. Yeah, they did, some, they did some fucking kendo stick bullshit, too. That was interesting. You're kidding. What? Nothing. Uh, Rhino sets the trophy on Abyss's fucking cock and balls yep. and slams it with a baseball bat. Yeah. They basically just redid the scale gimmick. Yeah. Sad. Uh, then they head up the ramp. Abyss gets two stacks of tables set up next to the stage, off to the side there. Uh, Rhino sells for Abyss the whole time this is happening. He gets hit in the face like once or twice with a bat, with a bat to to give him a reason to sell. Yeah. Uh, Abyss and attempts to powerbomb Rhino off the stage. And then Abyss boots his ass off the other side, avoiding a gore. They head into the garage where there's a parade float hanging around. And they don't go even near that shit because they know full well Universal will fucking crush them sure with their fucking thumb if they, even if they even think about touching that shit. Yeah, go back to Tennessee, you bitch. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Uh, they fuck around with a random car that's next to it, though, and they head back into the impact zone. Back to the ring, running at the table. James Mitchell passes a very real, very shoot gun to Abyss, and he shoots Rhino in the face. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, it was, a, it, was a, it was a staple gun, but yeah, I shot him in the face with it twice. God damn it. I wanted to see how far you were going to go with that. I can't only really sell it for so long. Uh, I was expecting yeah. Marquise to just go, no. <laughs> Didn't stop me. Sad. <laughs> yeah, a staple gun spot was, yeah, whatever. You could. Even if he really did staple his head, you could not tell. now, every time I see a staple gun, I think of that fucking freak. Which one? Fucking, what's his face? What is his Weirdo face? from fucking AEW got fired. Joey Janela? No, fucking weird hair oh, British. Oh, Havoc? Yeah, that freak. Oh. Yeah, every time yeah, I see a staple I... gun, I think of that weirdo. Jimmy because, because, because Because I watched this match with Luther on fucking Dark. Yeah. Fucking. Hey, I do the acid rainmaker on the British Okada. Shut the fuck up, die. When I. <laughs> fucking hate that guy so it's, much. Yeah, it's kind of hard to pop seeing Abyss like take staples or whatever. When mm -hmm. like, two months ago I saw his fucking arm gashed open, bro. Well, he yeah, was bro. One, he was the one who did it to, to Rhino. Yeah, he did it to oh, Rhino. Right, sure. But he was My... like bleeding, so like, what's the point? I mean, I, I wonder if he. If he even really got stapled, though, because the angle they had it at, Rhino was in between the ropes, bending over to Abyss. They just, shot, his, they just shot him in the face with it. Yeah, was, his hair was so dark that you can't really see if the staple went in. I mean, like, I mean, if honestly, it's me, I'm honestly, not no staple. Honestly, bro, if it's no. me and Rhino's aware of the fact, like if I'm Rhino and I'm cognizant of the fact I'm going to be bleeding in this match, because I mean, he, he clearly bladed off the trash can, I would, yeah. I would simply figure, you know, I'm going to be bleeding, I got black hair, they wouldn't even be able to see the staples if he really gave them to me. Exactly. So we'll just fucking fire off blanks. Yeah. He'll, he'll hit yeah, me in I'm the face that. with the fucking thingy. Yeah, that'll hurt a little bit, but I'm not going to get fucking stapled. You know what would have made Agreed. more sense, though? What? You save the blading for this spot. 
True. Yeah, but you know, gotta get all that color time. My dude is crimson masked two minutes into the match. Why didn't Abyss just bleed? He always fucking bleeds. Because was he gonna gig his mask? Gonna, gonna 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 cut open his old forearm wounds. Bro, have you not seen Abyss gigged? He'll I mean, gig yeah, like, but... and then his whole fucking mask will just be covered in blood. Yeah, yeah, that's what you know. Honestly, this shit's not worth it. Agreed. So yeah, they go back to the ring, staple gun. Abyss gets another table. James Mitchell activates the detonator, and I call the reversal. What's it gonna be? There it is. Yep. Fucking uh, it was a goddamn belly to belly. Unfortunately, it was not a spine buster this time. I thought it was like a self fulfilling prophecy at this point. It was like the third time. It went Almost. crazy. Almost. I don't I was, know why he doesn't do the. It. See, I think the detonator gimmick sucks no matter what now. Well, now it's but dead. It, well, it is dead. He, I wrote it, I wrote he, it in the group chat. Okay, hold on. Stop doing it. I mean, no, I agree. Too. Like, it was a dead gimmick as soon as he fucking got countered a second time. Like, bro. No, I, I completely agree. But if they. It, it would be a little. And I'm not saying it would be any better. But I think it would be a little better if maybe he did the detonator before the black hole slam. Like a call for the. Sure, but. I think it would be the detonator better. This is getting heat. Yeah. Not when he's about to. Not when he's coming into it. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like, coming off true. of coming off of taking heat. Right. Like he'll only activate the detonator a detonator after Abyss has been kicking ass for like five minutes. Like of course he's not gonna stay on top. <laughs> What's going on here? That's true. It's crazy. Yeah. So that shit's become totally blown. Uh, Abyss chokes them right through a table, but he kicks out of two. Couldn't even activate the detonator. He's gonna choke them through a fucking table. Are you kidding me? Couldn't yeah, wait a second. You couldn't wait? No. Sorry. No. Nope. Blew the load. See, see, had James Mitchell activated the detonator, Abyss would have black hole slammed his ass to that fucking table and they would have won. If this were a good gimmick, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell hands Abyss a bag of tacks. Abyss gets gored through a table, but he kicks out at two. Rhino's a dumb piece of shit and pursues James Mitchell into the crowd for whatever reason. So then he and Abyss go up to the upper balcony. And so they're up there, and they're on the side of uh, the stage where the tables are set up. So Abyss decides, I'm going to fucking tear this this guard wall off where all these people are sitting so that any random asshole could just fucking, whoa, and sue the shit out of us. Yeah. I'm also so confused with, like, the escalation of this match, right? Because the last match, they're having this fucking match because the both of them got KO'd by going through a fucking shitty sheet metal wall. Mm -hmm. Right. Now they're killing each other. Yeah, they're on pay-per-view. And they're getting paid more. There's but like not that much more, but they're getting paid more. You know, fucking spears through tables, staples, all this shit. Not you know, they're not gonna they're not knocked unconscious for that. But goddamn, pal. <laughs> That wall. That gore through that wall? That one wall was crazy, bro. You know how it goes. Yeah, that wall that I could have probably fucking folded in my hands. Yeah, yeah that shit's on Twitter, I'm pretty sure. Crazy. Pretty sure I put it on the Twitter. Uh, but yeah. Now on the upper balcony, Abyss tears down the wall. The whole barrier's gone there. So there's a there's a solid 10-foot drop to the concrete floor. Whoa. Whoa. Someone's gonna fucking die. Uh, right. So Ryder gets out of a choke slam attempt and he gores Abyss off the balcony. He doesn't go down because he's a pussy. Yeah. Uh, and Abyss takes the safest 
fucking stacks of table bump I've ever seen because he only fell like three feet into the whole thing. True. Uh, Rhino runs down to the floor, pins Abyss, and wins the match. It. <sighs> See, I was. He has to run all the way down to get him. I was happy. I was happy and sad because I was like, okay, so he killed him. I wish he gored him, but I also like was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going down with him. Fuck that shit. Brother, so I've I, seen Abyss die. You telling me the time that it took Rhino to get down wasn't enough time for him to recuperate, and hit the fucking black hole, slam, and get the win? That actually kind of would have popped me. Well, I mean, just those cells it Abyss sells us like up. fucking five minutes. Yeah, I know it took him it, a while. There's literally a whole gimmick over it, bro. Uh, I know. Like I said, I've seen Abyss die and yeah. just keep going. And like you're telling me this wasn't enough time to just like get up and mm-hmm. fucking win? Yeah, like, yeah, Chris Abyss died. Crazy. I also spotted fucking Leva Bates in the crowd. Nice. Oh really? Her. Yeah, she I was did in not the fucking, see that. She was in the lower upper balcony. Nice. On the hard camps on the opposite hard camp side. Wow. On screen. I was like, damn, what the fuck? And I fact checked it because I looked at how old she would have been in 2006, and she would have been 23. Blue pants. Wow. Yeah, blue pants was young in 2006. Shout out blue pants. She's 49. That's cool. She looks great for 50. Yeah, she looks incredible. So then uh, JB, Jeremy Borash, is backstage with Samoa Joe. Just got two towels tonight. Not to be confused, confused with Samoan Joe. No. Don't even fucking know. Uh, Joe's got two towels. One's already bloody, and it's not the. And this one's actually not the painted one, which is no. This odd. is the shit one. This is the actual one. It was shitty. What the fuck's going on? Spike TV doesn't like real bloody towel. <laughs> Said no, you can paint it though. Maybe, maybe they were like, yeah, that's very unhygienic, bro. That should be illegal, bro. That's a biohazard. Yeah. Uh, Joe cuts a good and short promo. Yeah, short and sweet. Yeah, I, I still just don't wish. I I still wish he just didn't talk. Me too. But to some of his promo, he basically said, you know, tonight isn't against all odds. It's uh all against me. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's right. I don't know. Said, I you guys are pussy. Beat me. And they're yeah. not gonna. No. No, you're damn right they're not. So then we cut back to the impact zone where Abyss is still fucking dead. Yep. Still laying there, unmoving. Fucking spread eagle the whole time. Uh, then we see a whole bunch of replays of literally the safest table bump I've seen in my entire life. Yep. Uh, and then Abyss finally gets up and the crowd cheers his assistant to the back. Abyss yeah. is helped to the back. Is he about to become babyface? Is Christian about to become heel? I hope. I hope. It's coming. So then we get a promo package for the X Division Championship match, uh, which actually sort of gave AJ a real reason as to why he protected Daniels in the match with Joe beyond just, I don't want him to die, because he was talking about... Code! Well, he was talking about... No, it wasn't even that. He was talking about, you know, it's one thing to never have had anything, but it's another thing to have it all and have it all taken away from you. And he Mm. essentially said, you know, you know, I was looking at Daniels and I just really thought, you know, I just couldn't let him, 
let himself have it all taken away from him when he has so much left in the tank. He can do so much more, and I just couldn't let it happen. So, uh, I mean, it gave it, you know, at least hearing AJ truly say there's a, a reason behind it was, was nice. That makes sense to me. Got something out of the promo package that was nice. Samoa Joe is the Alpha and the Omega. Yeah. And during the entrances, Mike Tanay properly quantifies that Samoa Joe is undefeated in one-on-one competition. Thank you. Thank you for saying that and not just undefeated. Because I'm tired of you all lying to me. In singles matches... It is no longer semantics. You guys are just liars. Mm-hmm. Singles matches, yeah. he is undefeated. Okay, thank you for the clarification. So yeah, here we have AJ Styles versus Christopher Daniels versus Samoa Joe 2 for the X Division Championship. Uh, Tanae says that last night, AJ and Daniels wrestled each other in a match in Seoul, South Korea. They probably didn't. I, they, I, I wrote that's a no shitty way. travel schedule. Yeah. Also, most I of mean, that shitty dies out of Joe's hair. You think AJ Styles is doing the same shit that he did coming back from like Saudi Arabia or whatever to wrestle Finn Balor? Fuck no. Back now in 2005 for that pay or 2006 for that pay? Hell no. Hell fucking no. Come on, bro. Get real. My man was in fucking Georgia. He was chilling with his wife and the dog. Watching the goddamn, watching the goddamn Bulldogs on Damn ESPN. Right. At worst, he and Daniels went over spots yesterday. True. Over Definitely. The phone. Yeah, I agree. Before coming here. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. You know, I... Daniels was busy at SeaWorld that day. You know, conducting the uh, the dolphin oh, show. God. Of course. As he did. It... As he does. What's it called? Uh, yeah. As Andrew said. A lot of the dyes out of Joe's hair, and I'm honestly very happy about Thank it. Thank God, it's like just barely there. Now yeah, it just like a, now it just looks like a slightly browned highlight. Yeah, which is less shitty than the weird one point. It was blonde, then it was red. Yeah. Now it's just like slightly lighter than his actual hair color, so it's a lot better. Uh, Thank Joe God. massacres AJ with a gourd buster, just throws him down like a piece of shit, awesome. then locks him in a modified Boston crab. It's broken up by Daniels. And then Daniels attempts a house show dive, but Joe Palm strikes him in the head as he begins passing the ropes to cut him off. Uh, Styles gets back in the ring, locks in a Muda lock on Daniels, and he turns it over. And then Joe kicks Styles just fucking straight in the ribs. Yeah. Joe yeah. gets Styles in an STF. Daniels puts a Koji clutch on Joe, so they're all submitting, breeding. I like the Koji clutch. It's one of my favorite moves. I yeah. like it a lot, but for some reason I don't like when Sami Zayn does it. I agree. I like it a lot more because it looks awkward, therefore more painful, in my opinion. Yeah, it looks weird as shit. Yeah, I can barely understand how it works. Yeah, like, what the fuck are you doing, bro? I'm sure it hurts. <laughs> That's How fair. are you doing that? Because, I mean, the regular, the regular move hurts, so and if you modified it, yeah, I'm sure that hurts. Put some extra leg on there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Joe fires off on Daniels until he powders. Big Yuranagi out of the corner to Styles, and then Daniels attempts a suplex to Joe. Just to suplex Joe to the floor from the apron. <clears throat> AJ dives over Joe onto Daniels on the floor. Joe comes through and takes them both out, and then he gets them both back into the ring. I don't know why one of them both in there, but whatever. Why not? I'm going to yeah. get them both. I'm going to stack them. I'll take them both. I'm hardcore. Uh, AJ sweeps his legs on the apron, so he takes an apron bump, and then Daniels kicks him in the face to the floor. Joe gets back in, and the pace increases again, spinning Larry into a back suplex to Daniels. is brutal. So, so, yeah, sick. fucking Joe had him. AJ comes off the ropes. 
comes through, spins it, crushes him. Big awesome. suplex on the top of his head. You know, grade four concussion. He's committed. He's committed. He's committed Definitely. to taking these head bumps. Yeah, he is. See, I feel like this is where Ibushi learned. Oh, definitely. Oh. And that's why this motherfucker's injured half the time. Yeah. True. So then Joe gets Daniels up for the finish, but Styles cuts him off, sticks him with a beautiful enziguri. Daniels gets a Koji clutch on Styles. Joe drops a vicious knee on Daniels' face. Right on his face. Brutal. Yeah, this is I where... I uh, shit this, so much. This is where Daniels starts to get a, a little, little fucked up in the head. Yeah, Daniels released German suplex to Joe. He's got him dazed. Big Yuranagi hits the BME, and then Joe kicks out an early two. Yeah, Which not, is even, not even like wild. a close fall. Just kicked out a two. Yep. Best moves. Shout out, ever. shout out, Joe. Got out of it. Daniels goes for Angel's wings, but Styles tries some tricky shit to hit a clash on Daniels, but he's wise. Gets out of it. Uh, Joe crushes Daniels with a lariat. Gets two. AJ pops off. Argentine spin out bomb to Daniels, but the cover's broken up. Style and DDT to Joe for two. Daniels hits a, DV, a DVD, the fucking goddamn Death Valley driver to Joe. Crazy. Style sends him to the outside with a hip toss. Yep. Bumped on the apron hard. Don't know why. <clears throat> AJ goes up top. Daniels gets involved. Joe disposes of him. Muscle Buster to Styles. Samoa Joe retains the Exos and Championship. He kicked the hell out of Daniels, too, like right in the ribs. He fucking. Yeah. Bro, sent him packing. Honestly, I'm so he, glad he, he didn't. Fell, he fell and hit his head. Yes, he thank fell. you. Just pin this one. We don't have time for this. Yeah, I that also that was the first thing I thought of. I'm like, yeah, we've been Urgency. talking about how the muscle buster it's on enough, itself bro. is a good finish. So there's no reason. Like, oh. Just do one or the other. There's no reason to do both. Yeah, you can. Because if anything, it makes the cocaine yeah. clutch look weaker. That you have to set it up. And it sucked. Because I agree. The, the, this finish was flat because the crowd didn't pop because they weren't expecting him to, just to win with a muscle buster. Right, they yeah, wanted because, to see the yeah. muscle buster pass so out. So the, the move out. is hurt because you keep doing the sequence. And it's a goddamn combo. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's Getting wrong. bonuses in Street Fighter. It's rough. See, I, I'm okay with the combo if it's a bigger match. Like, if he's fighting... The one time, yeah, but he does it every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one time he doesn't Agreed. do the combo on the pay-per-view, people don't bite on it because they're expecting him to kick out, and then he's going to get clocked Agreed. up. And the match is going to keep going. That's what they thought. Yeah. That's not what happened. I also, I'm also just pro you can have a couple finishers. Oh, yeah. I think, I think you should have, like, three, four moves you can put someone away with. I definitely... I There's agree. There's no reason. Variety. Bro, what's the point of going from... Very impactful move to submission. Like you could finish someone off with a very impactful move and a submission. So reason to do both. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, I, I I quoted Daniels here. Says it's not over. I'm still alive. Yeah. Yeah, you're a little extra he concussed because you fell on your in face like words, five times this match. But in yeah. two words, he's committed. He is committed. Yeah. So then JB Jeremy Barash is backstage with Team 3D and holy fucking shit, bro. Devon is huge and wet. Yeah, thank big, God. Big and wet and wet and huge. So big. So wide. So fucking thick. Oh my god. Fucking straps down. He was fucking thick. Yeah, the headband on too. <laughs> like two frying pans on his chest, bro. Shit's crazy. You could two skillets, bro. Yeah. Cast iron. Yeah. All the way cooking, cook some pancakes on his titties. I don't know what was going on, but it was, it was hot. Crazy. Yeah. Do I admit this is the one match I skipped? Because this is the yeah. one I cared about by far the least. 
because I, I mean, actively don't want to watch Team Canada and Team 3D. I think I also skipped it, so Max, you got it? You got it, brother, man? I Fuck, bro. I mean, I didn't really take notes for this shit, but... Uh, count us what, you, what, you, what you remember. What do I remember? I remember Devon coming out with the fucking white headband, straps down, looks Sexy, big as shit. Sick. Damn right. Very sick. I don't know. Genuinely... Uh, bunch of Team Canada shit happens. I saw Devon was the fucking match- bloody bloody. Yeah, Devon oh, yeah, started gigging early. Part, so D- Devon gigged early. I know there was one point where Scott Demore came and like rubbed the plaque in Devon's bloody face. Yeah, yeah I saw that too. Yeah, and Scott Demore, even Scott Demore, even before the match is uh, fetishizing Mussolini-ing this fucking plaque like like it's his fucking child. Yeah, he's got this black uh, blood. Yeah, yeah, fucking, he's, what a weirdo. Um, yeah, I genuinely don't remember shit from this match. Like, I, I watched it, I didn't take notes, because I so, didn't so really... So, who, who won? I mean, I know Team 3D won with the, with the 3D. Yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, and then Ron Killings comes in, oh, yeah, saves, saves yeah, Team so 3D. Yeah, so there's a big Planet Jarrett schmoz on shit. Team, yep, Team 3D got schmoz, and Ron Killings yeah. comes through and saves them. Cool. Yeah. Anything to get him away from LAX. Thank you. Yeah, yeah sure. I That's agree. That's all I want is Ron Killings to just do anything else. No, no, f- no three live, four live crew. No, no LAX. No, no James shit, Gang. Bro. Honestly, I don't even want him anywhere near Team 3D. This guy needs to be in the goddamn singles, going for the goddamn world title. He needs to be going up to Jeff Jarrett, going up to goddamn Christian Cage, like, listen here, fool. I need a goddamn match. You know, all right. So, there's a quote that I once saw. Quoting. As unfortunate as it may be, it may be true, may hold some truth to it. And it said, you know, pretty much every sport in the world is dominated by black people. Mm hmm. Except the scripted one. Mm hmm. Hear that. If it were up to me, yeah. Off of, yeah. Off of like aesthetic and, and meritocracy and whatnot. Monty Brown. Monty Brown. Ron yep. Killings. Yep. AJ Styles. Devon Dudley. <laughs> AJ Styles. Okay, true. Those, yeah, those are titties people, are undeniable. Those are the, those are the people that yeah. are building the entire company around. You're right. I agree. That's crazy. You're right. Those You're... four. Shit. Throw some Joe in there. That's a that's a hot five. Yeah. Like one more. Shit. Get a get fucking uh. I don't know. Give fucking uh, Jay give Jade Lethal the lure. Yeah, I got the. They got your TNA six. Yeah, and the, Tits and honestly, six. and then you, I'm movie. I'm cool with Saban and Dutt being in there as your as your uh, your true young stars. I mean, they can be like a they can be they can be rotated in and out. Yeah, uh, six dudes. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot to work with, bro. It's enough to get a. Going. Yeah, but, but you no, know, no, but no, you, you know. we got Jeff Jarrett. And we got yeah, Stane Jeff Jarrett. And, and, uh, and, I had DDP and, last year and. Uh, it's my Kevin world. Nash and Scott Hall was around uh, back in like 04. But genuinely, like if I read a book. No, I agree. Monty Completely. Brown and Ron Killings for sure. The crowd loved them. They they go along with every single thing that they do. But yeah, they got them in the palm of their hands. It's crazy. Very over. It's, it's so crazy. And, and, then people I... say, and then people would say, well, if they're over, they don't need the title. But that's not the oh, point. Oh, shut the it's fuck up. Off the point. That is this. That is that is the worst argument ever. Look, I 
in my some, opinion. In some cases, it's true, but not yeah, in this I, one. Like, like, for you know, example, like, you know who's, like, too over for a title? Like, yeah, The Rock. Yeah. He's a little bit too Cut. over for a title. I think I could argue for Kazuchika Okada. I don't think Okada needs a belt anymore. It's cool if he has one, but I don't think he needs one. It's the same thing with uh, any of the Japanese greats, any of the WWE greats. They don't. They've exceeded the Goldberg. The need. Yeah, he's very much exceeded needing the Universal Edge. Championship. Brock, Brock Lesnar. Brock doesn't need it. Randy don't need it. Cena don't need it. Like these guys don't need it. But you can give yeah. somebody else maybe there are people who are ready yeah getting yeah, ready yeah like, but those I are mean, also the safe picks could, could you imagine that final boost of support that cesaro would have gotten if he held oh, oh my god dude if cesaro, bro. Bro, if cesaro had won the strap shit even even in 2021 if he had done it he would have been, been awesome. fucking hot he, he would have been the most over guy in the company yeah, I'm not he, even. Yeah, bro, I'm not even. Joking. Yeah, because yeah, when he won that match over Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, that crowd was fucking ready. Oh for my that. god, people were the like, whole, "Oh my god, it's finally the happening." The universe was ready for Cesaro. So there is a yeah, there is a thing as being too over for the belt. I agree. There, some people who would get even more over with it. Some people can only the crowd can only wait for so long. For some people, the people who aren't too over for the belt, the crowd can only wait so long. Like if Monty think, Brown keeps mm-hmm. getting dicked on, the crowd is going to turn on him because Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, he's look cool at look at Lance Hoyt. But like, yep. yeah, like he got yeah. Well, we watched him get buried in real time. Exactly, he saw yeah. it happen in like four matches. Yeah. So, uh, one the one. So I'm I'm gonna say another thing about Cesaro. I will not forget. That he pinned Randy Orton, WWE champion, clean as a whistle on live SmackDown television, then lost to John Cena on Raw, and then was the first or second guy eliminated in the Elimination Chamber that year. Hear that? I had never been so sad. Or one, that was one of the saddest ones in WWE marked him, ever. Yeah, like, you that just, shit was depressing. Yeah, you just got 2014, bitch. Sometimes you just have to give somebody... That win, because I agree. Oh, yeah, because it's gonna mean, yeah, it's gonna mean a whole lot. And because okay, I remember, I do remember my second point. I'm sorry. I'll get. I'll yeah, say it real quick. Your uh, your thing about some guys can only go up once they have the belt. I think that was Biggie, and then yeah, but they squandered it. Super they hard, squandered it so. F- but when he did have the belt, he was so over. He it was, was ridiculous for like four months, and they squandered all four months. And it yeah, it did suck, but. Fuck. So what I was gonna say is that you know the crowd can only wait for so long, and then like getting the belt when they're super behind a guy, super over. That is literally the crowning achievement. That is like that should be the pinnacle of this guy's story of overness at this point. It's gonna get you more over. Whether he gets more or less over, well, that's up to the booking. But yeah, th- him winning the belt should be peak over and should get him a higher boost that's just how it should be i agree but it's not what we get nope no because we have jeff jarrett my world so yeah on uh sunday march 12th 2006 
Destination X. I understand it, but it's crazy that they announced the next month's pay-per-view at the pay-per-view. Yeah. Said it. Be ready for the next one. Like, damn, brother, can we get this one out the way first? No, because we're going to make sure that you're ready for the next one. I am always gassed. Why don't you promote Impact? Why don't you say what's going to happen on the next Impact? (laughs) I really wish wish TNA would, would just do, like, what they would end up doing, like, 10 years from this point, where they only did, like, Four, couple pay-per-views a year three or four pay-per-views a year and specials yeah and then they had specials on tv that weren't really yeah. any longer they were just pay-per-view editions of tv yeah that is why Shouts out to sacrifice than... 2013 on tv as much as i like to shit on AEW, they have a very good pay-per-view schedule even if their pay-per-views are still way too long yeah bro look pay-per-view should never go over three hours i mean honestly, I agree. in my opinion the only exception is wrestlemania that one can get four i agree that's I it. think rum- Rumble too. No, no, because no, there's no reason you can you can still do two. Just bro, you can do two Rumbles and still have a fucking three hour show. True. Just just cut the fat. Shit, most of the rosters are gonna be in the goddamn Rumble, so just don't reuse people. There's no mm. reason to. Interesting. But yeah, anyway, honestly, sorry. I wouldn't mind if the Rumble pay-per-view were just the Rumble matches. That would be fun as well. Because I mean if you're gonna if you're gonna do it, if you really wanna give these matches time, especially last year, for some reason they used shoot time. That was fucking dumb. Yeah, and it killed the crowd. Yeah. Um if you wanna give if you really they love doing spots and having moments in the Rumble. And you can't have moments and have other matches and have a decent pay-per-view length that's impossible Mm -hmm. so you can just have two hour and a half matches call it a night call it a night yep that'd work for me or i mean both matches don't have to you know be a full hour and a half so you could send it home at like two hours and this is 40 i feel like if they were to do that formula that's literally what wwe like how is vince not coming his pants at that idea that entire pay-per-view is just big moments and entrances. That's it. That's what people go there for. It's the perfect show. It's entrances and moments. That's all it. the way to the very end, including the point to the sign and the pyro. Like, all how the way could to he it. not want that? I don't get yeah. it. There's there's no reason for all the other matches. There's no reason for all that fat. Cut the fat. We don't you need know what? Here. I agree. It's time. I agree. It's time to convert the Royal Rumble to a two match to a two match show. Yeah. Why not? Save everybody. Huh. Do with Elimination Chamber, too. Because they go on too long anyway. Always. Both matches go on too long. And if they go on too long with other matches, that's too long. Mm-hmm. So simply, <laughs> go short. Yeah, I agree. Or do better. I agree. JV Jeremy Borash is backstage with a mid-carter. Yeah. He's afraid of losing to Jeff Jarrett like a little pussy bitch. Yep. WWE, 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 WWE. I used to work there, you know. Yeah. You know, I'm a former hey. Intercontinental Champion, former Tag Team Champion, former European Champion, former Hardcore Champion. Have you I know, ever mentioned you know, that I worked for the, for the WWE? No, never? Well, here you go. I used uh, to work there. Christian also talks about Jeff Jarrett's cockles. Yeah, he does. Somewhere in his, in his, in his place. Yeah. Uh, Cockles. 
Larry Zabisco comes to the ring with Dave Hebner and the special guest official for this match, Mr. Montreal Screwjob, Earl oh, Hebner. Yeah. Oh my God, Tanae, shut the fuck up. So, okay. Is it going to screw him? I had to go back on the internet. I had to see what was up. Okay. Apparently, Earl Hebner got fired yeah. in April of 2005. Okay. From what the Fed? Yeah. For, okay. There was, there was the gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. For selling knockoff merchandise. Knockoff WWE merchandise out the back of his trunk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jesus. He had. There was plenty of time. If they were gonna do anything, I guess. For this angle, there was plenty of time. What? What's with the whole Dave Hebner? Why is Earl here? There's no because, Dave because, because Dave Hebner is the consultant to the to the fucking TNA Council Management Committee. Bro, this is bullshit. He's uh he's the headmaster of the Chamber of Commerce in TNA. This sucks. Yeah, he got his so, brother. The guy who's know... known for fucking people over. Um I'm just I'm just gonna, you know, segue it because it just pissed me off a little bit. Um, just just a little. I know we talk about how much they talk about WWE. There is no more blatant fucking shit that I have ever heard in my entire life than Mike Tanay saying along the lines of, if I'm not quoting it verbatim, because it was so fucking crazy to me. Oh, is that Earl Hebner? The guy that was part of the oh. Montreal Screwdrop? The, between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels for the WWE Championship? At Survivor oh Series God. in 1997? I can't believe he's here! And he's he's doing the NWA World Heavyweight Championship match? Oh my God, Todd West! Mike Tanay, shut the fuck up, please. I'm yeah, begging. Yeah, I, I really wanted to I'm... fucking strangle him at that moment. Like, dude, please stop acknowledging this company. That That's... Just stop. The and only... we all love Mike Tanay. But he's a this stop. Is just so bad. He's the bro. biggest WWE ass kisser I've ever seen. The only, the so only bad. positive that I can say is that it felt good to have a competent official in this match. Okay, yes. You know, okay, he was taken out very early. Yes, but he wasn't a pussy. But it was good while we had him. Okay, yes, I agree. But yeah, we have Christian Cage versus Jeff Jarrett with Gail Kim for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, the main event of this show. Thank God. Uh, honestly, I'm never going to get over Gail. Crazy. Yeah. She's crazy. I, uh, Don I West. Agree. Fucking Bubo almost popped out this time. Was, oh my God. Yeah. Come on, mm. uh, Don West smells a rat amongst TNA management. I wonder what that could mean. What does that mean? What are the implications of that? Does he mean like, is he being racist? Is there an being, Italian on the team management? Misogynist? Bruno? Is he uh, saying there's a snitch? What is he saying? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. We're not going to find out, but maybe we'll find out. We're not going to find out. Uh, Christian's wife is in the crowd. Can't wait to. I wrote my notes that I, I couldn't wait for her to watch him take an L. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the commentary desk has a little fan on it, and that's awesome. You said the commentary what? They have a little fan it's, on the desk. There's a little fan on there. There's a little, oh. there's a little fan on the desk. Cause Ooh. it's fucking. Yeah, it's quite hot as shit. Yeah, it's quite hot as shit. February Fuck in yeah. Florida. Oh my god. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Then I'm surprised that the mics didn't pick up the fucking air. 
Cool. Yeah, that's very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Hebner consistently stands up to Jarrett and his bullshit, not letting him fucking, you know, get away with his, you know, his bullshit. Oh, Hebner is getting himself over. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gail Kim doing the most in this match to ensure that she's going to get fired. Yeah. Uh, constantly interfering anytime Earl Hebner isn't looking. Yeah, remember how multiple times throughout the show we were told, we were told Larry Zabisco will fire you on the spot if you interfere. So why is Larry Zabisco not out there firing fucking Gail Kim, bro? Why? Sorry. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Clearly not get clearly doesn't give a shit because yeah, Christian locks in a figure four and Gail is just really trying to get fired because she's she's helping Jarrett get to the ropes and shit. Jarrett gets a sharpshooter on and oh my god today, please just shut the fuck up. Because he's like, Oh, he's got Christian in the sharpshooter. Is he is he, is Earl Hebner gonna ring the bell? Is he gonna pick just like the Montreal screw job? Yeah. Oh my god. Lame. So shut fuck. Yeah. Uh, uh, that, hap that happened because Christian had put Jarrett in a figure four, which is, you know, Jarrett submission. And then because Canadian, I guess. Sharpshooter. Yeah. Well, Christian reverses it into one of his own. Jarrett breaks out of it. And then Christian headbutts him in the cock and balls. That was a pretty cool spot, am I gonna lie? Yeah, yeah so, so Jarrett fights out of the sharpshooter and he kicks Christian back and he slams into the corner. And he like just kind of like steps out a little bit, and then he like does like a Ric Flair bump, but he like slams his head right into Jarrett's dick. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Cool bump. I liked it. Good spot. Pop me. There was so much bullshit in this match. Just a lot of shenanigans. Well, yeah. Well, constantly Gail Kim's getting into shit, but then uh, Jarrett slides between Christian's legs and accidentally takes out Earl. Fucking kicks him in the shin. Yeah. So he's so he's yeah. down. Yeah. Uh, Gail is absolutely getting a pink slip in the back after this. <laughs> She's, like, she just will not stop. She tries a run again, and Christian fucking stuffs her. <laughs> yeah. Power bombs her into fucking hell. Yeah. That's it later. Was pretty, yeah. It was Jared, nice, I thought it was no. No, it's, no, it's later. Oh. Jared no, actually hit, yeah. Jared hits the actual true big league stroke on Christian here. Uh, they're fucking on top. crazy. Jared hits a stroke from the top rope. And uh, Hebner takes her to count, so Christian's able to kick out of it. Yep. Jared, I thought it was over. I knew that 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 those that main event count. No way. Uh, Jarrett shoots Christian into the corner where Hebner was recovering, so he fucking ass to faces him. Yeah. Unprettier to Jarrett. There's no one to count. So then Slick Johnson comes in. See, see, uh, paying off the the yeah, segment right there. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was tonight. Ready. He wanted to referee this match so bad. Don't care. God, he wanted this so bad. This bald bastard, fucking horny for Tara until she fucking puts a spider on him. Don't care about the refs. We don't care about the time where the referees were upset about the fucking poor no. working conditions. No, I don't. And then they went to TV and they dropped the fucking angle because no one on TV gives a fuck about the referees. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't care. Yep. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Slick Johnson comes in for the count. Jarrett kicks out, and then he mule kicks Christian in the fucking nuts, and then he shit cans. Fucking Slick Johnson. So, yeah, he fucking nuts Christian, and then... He nuts Johnson. For some reason, for some inexplicable reason, Johnson is like, I'm gonna call for a disqualification. And I'm thinking, no, you're not, because no fucking match just has disqualification in this company. 
Yeah, yeah. taking liberties. He's gonna call it anyway, I don't give a fuck. I'm the official. Damn, so he tried to screw Jarrett? The rules are mine. Yeah, oh. Tina management. Tina yeah, management hates Jeff Jarrett. Well, obviously. He tried to screw, yeah. I mean, in a match with no DQs, he tried to throw out the match because Jeff Jarrett went low. What's it, why, why, <laughs> even in the main event, Jeff Jarrett gets screwed. No matter how much he tries. He's the good guy. No matter, no matter how much he tries to, to have arms ready by his side to counteract all the bullshit that TNA management is going to throw his way. He still gets screwed. That's really fucked up. You know, it's really, really fucked Jeff up. Jeff Jarrett truly is the baby face of the story. And that's really <laughs> fucked up. That's so fucked up. That's crazy. I hate this company. Yeah, their storytelling is fucking ass backwards. Yeah, so then uh, Jarrett cracks the guitar over Christian's head. Gail cleans up the ring. Earl takes forever to make the count. Christian, Christian's super clearly looking at his hand as he Dude, makes this count. No, 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 he was staring no, no, no. at it. All right, all right, all right. So he he hit he hit him with the guitar. Yep. And then he fucking gets the count. Earl saunters on over. I noticed that he was fucking selling the left leg, or he had the left leg up like a worker. I was like, what a guy. <laughs> and Christian is literally staring Earl Hebner in the eyes as he is making this count. Like, Into the window of his soul. I'm like, this is the worst absolute angle you could have shown this from because it, Earl Hebner's counting one. Christian is staring at him. Counting two. Staring at him. Near fall. Oh, wow. Who could have foreseen that? <laughs> yeah. Anyone watching on TV? Yeah. And probably people in the row who could see his face. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Christian powerbombs Gil Kim here. Double finisher reversal. Christian hits another unpretty on Jeff Jarrett, and he wins the match to become the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. Pyro display for the new champion. I guess he's not a oh, big Carter. Oh, pyro his... display. Yeah, I got a I got pyro. This was, this was fucking a lot of pyro. So it's a pyro display, but the sounds of the explosions <laughs> don't <laughs> always <laughs> go off with the explosions. You'll hear like, <laughs> and it's like three fucking explosions. The effects. And then, <laughs> it's edited. Oh the truck did that. It's so bad. From the truck. Edited, literally live edited into the film. You know, fireworks are pretty fucking. Pyro is really loud. There's no reason to really edit it in. It's it's. I'm sh I'm sure it's gonna come across. It's really loud. I mean, they could simply turn down the arena, happened. the arena audio when the pyro's going off. Why would you? Do yeah, that? brother. Well, if you're well, if your concern is that it's loud and that's why you're doing it, then yeah, to simply turn it down a little. But what's the point of supplementing explosive sounds? Yeah, my point is that if that's their concern, they should just. Get the raw sound. Oh yeah, that, that's that's my point too. That is my that's my yeah, point. I was saying I was saying if your concern is that you're afraid of blowing the fucking viewers' ears out of their fucking TV, then you just fucking turn the slider down a little bit. Yeah, I guess. If yeah, that's your brother. Concern, shit. But yeah, yeah, Christian, not a mid Carter, in the number two wrestling promotion in, in the United States. I honestly thought that he was going to lose this match. Me too. I, was I actually very was surprised. Lose. So because I, I I only knew about one title reign he has later in the in the company. So yeah, I didn't even think he won the title here yet. When he won, yeah, me the neither. match, I was just my only reaction was, fine, whatever, I guess. Well, I mean, we know that he's he, not holding it long. Well, not that, no, he's just, not. It's just that all that 
bullshit that happened in the match because they tried so hard to fucking rip this victory away from him. So hard. And, you know, it would have just gone down like any other Jeff Jarrett main event. So, like, that's, yeah, that's the what baby I was face, but yeah. yeah, the Bayface fight in claws all the way to the bitter end where Jarrett cheats and wins. Yeah, fights in claws and then he moves the finish line back like a mile. So it's fucked. Doesn't matter. Oh, it's over the goalpost. Yeah, exactly. Like on so Twitter. That's what I expected to happen. I expected Jeff Jarrett to win very clean with the stroke. Maybe even the unprettier shit. And uh, he didn't, though. So I was like, fine. If Christian's gonna go over, I guess all the bullshit that they did is whatever. You know what's gonna be even shittier, though? They're gonna fucking lose to Abyss. Come in, just so Jarrett doesn't have to get pinned by Abyss. Never taking that loss. Gonna be transitional, bitch. But uh, what I, what I was thinking is uh, you know, working a match with Jeff Jarrett in the main event of a pay per view is much like being in an argument on Twitter. You gotta always hmm. move the goalposts. Yeah, and it's fucking <laughs> unbearable. It's unfair and no fun. Yeah. And you're just very glad when it's over. Absolutely. I guess Christian moved the goalpost though. Yeah, he got it. Done. No, he just made it there before he could. Yep. He he had facts and logic. No, no arguing over opinions on Twitter here. Like a Twitter user cares about facts and logic. Yeah, but Jared's an old Republican guy, so like, if you like shoot Ben Shapiro shit at him, he'll like have to like subserve to his to his demigod. You know what I mean? No. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Basically. But yeah, uh, the fans fucking stormed the ring, super dangerous style. Surprise! This ring didn't fucking break. Honestly, yep. the barricades didn't break either. The fucking, I mean, the crowd was storming the no, ring. They, they opened the barricade. I'm just surprised the fucking ring didn't break. Yeah, but, were, I mean, the kind of people who were in the TNA crowd, there were easily fifty people in the ring, and a whole lot more around it. Yeah, and yeah, people like stepping on the fucking cables and shit on the ropes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rhino holds Christian up and everyone celebrates and that's how they go off the air for against all odds from fucking February twelfth, two thousand six. Crazy that Mr. Homegrown AJ Styles didn't get this kind of treatment, but mid card WWE guy gets literally a fucking fan appreciation. You got the Daniel Bryan moment. But like for shoot. Yeah. A work, but an actual shoot. And people wonder why people made fun of the or TNA saying it was just a knockoff of WWE. How literally? How do you dispute it? Like, don't get me wrong. I love Christian. Christian wasn't drawing shit in the Fed though. No, because he was Christian. He's the world champion. Rhino, former hardcore champion, at best, was TNA's heat, world champion. Heat master. Yeah. The king of Sunday Night Heat, Rhino. The only legitimate thing, the only legitimate person that they've really brought, or people, is Team 3D. I feel like it's the only legitimate, I'm not saying Christian won't draw, or Rhino wouldn't draw something. Yeah, but Team 3D have done a whole lot more. Exactly. Yeah, they're talking about the goddamn 15 championship reigns that they've had that they were willing to give up for one NWA title reign. Like, what? Fucking Marks, shut up. Yeah, they're just cutting a promo, bro. But yeah, uh, overall, I'd give a sheesh. Uh, I'd give this show like a 
We only got two out of five. Four out of ten. Two out of ten. <laughs> you also watched it at two out of two speed. <laughs> it still went too long. I agree. Yeah, imagine how I felt. I watched the shit straight. Yeah, you're one crazy. Match and the end of this one. You're a trooper. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know how it goes. But, uh, yeah, shit. Three hours deep. It's time for us to get the fuck out of here. God damn. God damn right. But, yeah, all right, people. Thank you so much for hanging out to boys. Andrew. Marquise. And Max. For the 68th edition of the Taking Limits Wrestling Podcast. Next week is the Big Six Nine. Woo! Cock to mouth. Cock to mouth. Damn right. right. <laughs> That's what we're talking about around here, baby. Something like that. You know, you love it. We need it. You want it. It's coming next week. It it's definitely coming. So, on our way out, of course, be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at Pod. Give us your goddamn money if you're willing to give it to us on Patreon. Patreon.com for us at Pod. Uh, podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Bricker, Anchor, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, check out the Discord server. Link tweet on the Twitter, at SuperRushPod. Give us the five-star reviews, especially y'all motherfuckers on Apple and Spotify. I mean it. Do it right now. I'm telling you to do it right now. Do it's it. super if you want to be, If you want to be immortalized, episode 69 this is your chance this is your chance Ooh. this is your chance to get it done if you want your name in your comments about us read on episode 69 i highly advise this is you the time to do it review. it's now or never it is now or never you have one opportunity a couple days you got one this. shot don't blow it capture everything you ever wanted will you and take capture it? it just let it slip that's all i'm saying Something like that. Without any further ado, you people, know, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Highly appreciate your three hours of time. Goddamn. Y'all people are troopers. We highly appreciate you. And we will check y'all out next week for episode 69. Woo! 69 coming at you. I'm coming. Somebody's it's coming. coming. It's coming. It's coming. I'm going to edge all week.